0: What is going on, my Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Training Podcast. I'm here with my boy, Cole De Silva. All right. Yep. So guys, we're about to get into today's podcast where we answer clients for our questions.
1: Brandon Roberts, what's up? What is going on, boys? Good to see you guys. I hope you guys are having the best day ever. Really just wanted to jump in here, get connected to the squad, the community, the fam. I have a quick question. I'll share some wins, though, just to like pour some good energy out there. I got a new client yesterday building up the reoccurring really right now like my question is based off of some good things like i got 22 clients all the clients are kind of like actually holding up the the community on their own at, at this point like they're they're posting i can like sense there's like uh more of a community and culture and i'm just curious i'm like kind of like if like delivery needs to change or do you have to like scale it up as you go on cuz right now i only do like two lives in our private group and then like a weekly group Zoom call, do you think it's like you just keep it at that and just keep doing what you have? Or do you have to build on that as you grow? Go ahead, Cole. Keep doing what you're fucking doing, all right? Don't try to fix
2: nothing unless something breaks, period. Like at the end of the day, you can project if you will need to add something, i.e. like let's say you're doing one-on-one fucking calls with each individual client because you only have 20. That's not a scalable product. So you need to take that away as soon as possible and add something else in that balances out. But like right now, if you're doing two live streams, they all fucking love it. You're doing regular check-ins. They love it. And you can scale those. Don't start fixing something for the maybe what if future of if something breaks, keep doing what the fuck you're doing. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Everything that we do in PT nomination, guys, honestly, like sometimes it might get annoying for the people that are in our company, because I question everything based off of the scalability of how we're going to be able to implement it. Everything, every idea that comes across mine and Brian's lap on like what people are saying. I'm like, wait, can we scale this? Is it going to stop us from being able to scale and bring more clients on? Because let's be fucking real. We ain't stopping anytime soon. All right. The Academy is fucking growing on a continual basis. So I'm like, okay, how can we keep getting the client's results? And is it scalable? If the answer is yes, it's scalable. We run full fucking speed. And unless something looks like it's going to break, I
0: don't try to fix it. I like it. I'm going to add to that. And I'm going to say, I want everyone to write this in the chat box. More does not equal better. Yep. More does not equal better. In fact, more can equal worse if it overwhelms your clients. Let's say you add another two coaching calls and then your clients are like, oh crap, which ones do I show up for? And they're like, I can't show up for this one. Oh, if I can't show up for this one, I may as well not show up for the next one. And I may not show up for the next one. I'm just not going to show up at all. So more does not equal better. What I like to do is the business is really simple. Track more clients, convert more clients, deliver an amazing service. Whenever something isn't working, I focus on optimizing that until I get it working. And then I attract more clients, convert more clients, deliver an amazing service. If I notice that four to five clients that didn't renew this month, That means there's something that I need to fix in the delivery. Then I'll go into delivery and optimize
1: it. But when the light is green, you just got to go, bro. So just you're in momentum. Keep doing it. it. Yeah. That makes perfect sense because I remember not too long ago, I was doing like basically my own version of rise, trying to like pump these people up with a live every single day. And -hmm. they got way too overwhelmed with it. Like, and people were, people would just didn't, couldn't even follow through. So I had to dial it back just to like two two of them a week and then like a group call and it's been working so far. So I now I got a green light on that. I just want to connect with you boys, share some positive energy. I love seeing your guys' faces. Cole, Keep kicking ass with the boxing. I see I love it. I recently, I started like my own version of like 75 hard and I see Brian like commenting on his morning stories every day. I'm doing the same shit on my morning walk now that I'm doing those twice per day. So I see how just like, digging in for a little bit more commitment a little bit more doing things that scare you get a fire under your ass they uh they get you in momentum quick so that's why i'm here and feeling good so appreciate you boys thank you so much Uh,
3: i
0: like
1: you thanks for the positive energy (laughs) keep doing what you're doing you're a good kid i see you bro
0: thank you for coming on today what a good guy and i just want to give you credit on your fucking your hand raising skills to be the first on pod chats is fucking skill bro fix talent what's up brandon What's up, guys? First time in podcasts. Let's fucking go. I love it.
4: I've always wanted to get in here and actually just joined back to the course. So it's going to be a game changer this time. So I actually have two questions, but uh, I think they're relatable now that I just thought about them. But the first one is, so far, I find like I'm talking to a lot of people in the DMs, but they're not ready to go into the DM script. You know, I can just kind of feel them out because I used to force the DMs and try to get them in the DM script. I used to force it and it kind of would burn them out. But now I'm seeing that... I feel like I'm lacking lead nurturing, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And I think that might be because I haven't ran a challenge. don't have a Facebook group and I feel like, you know, I kind of intro message them, kind of get a feel for them, maybe give them some help. And then they kind of just fade out over time and I lose them. If that makes sense?
0: Yep. Question. So I want to take this one. So when you're in the DMs with them, you're feeling them out and you're giving them some help. Like, are you guys talking about fitness? Yeah, I usually am pretty quick to get to fitness. Okay.
4: And then do you transition to the DM script? It just depends what they say. Sometimes they're really short and they just, you can kind of tell, I feel like I kind of feel them out. Okay.
0: How many calls are you booking per week? Probably like two, maybe three. Two, maybe three. Okay. I just want, I'm going to, I want to get full context. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. How many times a week on social media are you posting? Every day. Cool. How much are you on your stories? Every day. Cool. And lots of social proof? Yeah. I'll put a client one up every day. Okay, Cool. So first things first is I would be more willing to ask people to get into the DM script because if you're feeling it out, like feeling it out could work. But what's the most amount of money you've ever made in a month?
4: Nine K. Nine K. So
0: that's good. Your intuition is good, but it might not be dialed into the level that you want it to be. So what mm-hmm. I would say to you is I would be more willing to say mind if I ask a couple of questions to see if I can help because like sometimes people that are short are still interested and you don't want to discredit them just because they're short because if they're responsive then they're responsive. And so my invitation to you would be to maybe take a little bit more shots at that. And if somebody's in the DM conversation with you and they're like, if they're engaging and they're replying, I would go into mind if I ask a couple of questions, see if I can help. That's number one. Number two is if you've made $9,000 a month and you understand how to market, so I don't need to tell you to post consistently and post social proof. But Mm -hmm. what I will tell you to do is you need to be consistent with your CTAs. So ensuring that every week you've got, I would recommend doing twice a week CTAs on your newsfeed and on your Instagram stories on all platforms. So you can do a CTA on Monday. That would be like, I'm looking for five guys that are looking to lose 10 pounds in the next 30 days. If that's you, comment me. You can also do that on your Instagram stories, post like five of your best transformations with like voting options. And then you can do that on your TikTok, same thing, just in a short form video. So you can place, post that everywhere. And then on Thursday, you could do a CTA that's more like, I'm going to be offering, you know, if you're struggling with anything in your fitness journey right now, let me know if it's this, 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 or this. And then when people vote, you're engaging and you're starting that conversation. So CTAs twice a week, getting consistent with that. Are you currently doing that right now?
4: No, I do not. I do a
0: five guys every month, but I don't do. um, So it's like, I want you to think about doing a five guys every month, but doing one every week and then changing up the way that you're asking. So here's an example you can do. I'm looking for five guys that are looking lose 10 pounds in the next 30 days. If that's you, vote me. And then the next week you can show your best client transformation. Let's say it's John and he's lost 30 pounds. My client, John lost 30 pounds in 12 weeks. Do you want to learn how he did it? Yes or no. And then the next week you can be like, I wrote a free ebook that's called how did my client John lost 12 pounds in 30 weeks or 30 pounds in 12 weeks. Do you want it? If so, vote here. And then the next week you can be like, these are some of my best client transformations. If you're interested in learning more about my program, vote here. So it's like, you can do a hard ask in like four different ways every Monday. Mm -hmm. And then every Thursday you do a soft ask. And the soft ask is more like, you're basically getting them to raise their hand. Do you struggle more with training and nutrition? Or what's the biggest struggle you have with starting your fitness journey? Not knowing what to do, not knowing what to eat, or I'm working out, I'm just not seeing progress. And then the next week, could would be like, do you prefer to work out in the mornings or the evenings? And then the next week could be like, I'm trying to create new content for you guys. I don't know what to create. Should I create workout content, nutrition content, mindset content, or something else? And then you've got soft ways to get people to raise their hand. So I think that if you're already posting content consistently, The next level for you, Brandon, is to dial in your consistency with your call to actions. One a week on Monday, that's hard. The reason you want to do Monday is because that's when people go throughout the weekend, they drink or they eat shitty food and then they come back and they're like, ah, fuck, I don't like the way I feel right now. So Mondays is a good time to do like a hard ask. And then Thursday, I'd recommend doing Thursday because then you can still book calls for Friday and Saturday if you're booking calls on Saturday as well.
4: Yeah, that's fire. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of CTAs. I was thinking like challenges, Facebook group, all that stuff.
0: Facebook group would be the next thing that I would do after you get consistent with your CTAs. So once you dial in your CTA, like dialing in your CTAs will get you to the next level. And then once you've dialed in your CTAs, the next level of that is like, okay, now we need to build out a marketing calendar. So when am I doing my next 14 day challenge? You know, when am I doing, and then you like start scheduling that out as well. But the next level for you isn't to worry about that or a Facebook group. The next level for you is just to get consistent with your call to actions.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cool. Also great post today. What's your Instagram? So people can go read that post. Brandon Johnson fit. So Brandon Johnson fit. He wrote a post on my Facebook newsfeed that was at the top of my feed. Today. I was like, Oh, and then I saw your face on pod chat, so I was like, Oh, I saw that face at the top of my newsfeed today. Good job, bro. <laughs> I'm showing up. I'm trying to get there, man. Let's go. You did the right thing. You rejoined the program and you raised your hand. That's the fucking character traits of success, bro. I see you. Smart move. Yeah. I appreciate it. Bet. See you soon, King. See you, man. I also just want to, this is a perfect opportunity to give a massive shout out and massive love to our boy, Mike Mayo. As soon as I would talk about raising your hand and asking a question, it made me think of our boy, Mike Mayo, who always showed up, who always raised his hand, who was always encouraging other community members and who was always a fucking leader in the community. So big love for Mike Mayo, hashtag do it for Mike, if you're listening to this right now, because our boy is no longer with us. So we're going to show up and we're going to execute because he doesn't get the opportunity to, and we do. So let's make sure that we show up and we do our very best every single day because we have the opportunity to do so. What's up, Derek? Yo, what's going on? How you doing, brother?
6: I'm good. I'm good. Kind of like two questions, or maybe just one if, if there's not enough time. I'm just trying to get to the next level. I'm trying to hit four to five K. I've I've been stuck at like five to a thousand when I first started. Now I'm in like averaging twenty five to three thousand. I'm still kind of all over the place, but the next thing that I've been doing is I just want to dial in on my content. But at the same time, I'm still all over the place. Like I got non negotiables that I'm working on, but just trying to get to the next level. Maybe some advice on that.
2: Oh, cool, go ahead. Do you really want my advice? Because you showed up like, what, two and a half weeks ago to content audits, and I reamed you out about getting deep on your avatar and actually knowing who you're talking to. Did you do that correctly?
6: Yeah, I believe so. And then Caleb helped me out to get even further with it.
2: Okay. So then if you know who you're talking to, who is it? Parents. So generic. It's not even funny. Parents trying
6: to lose 20 pounds. Beginners.
2: Mm, beginner parents trying to lose 20 pounds. Like new parents, parents that have had their kids for a while, parents that are now have their kids out of the house. Which one?
6: I struggled with the niche and this was the most that I finally committed to. So like just new parents, beginners, just trying to get control of their life back and lose 20 pounds.
2: New parents, i.e. parents Parents. that just had a kid.
6: Sorry, not new parents, just parents.
2: Okay, that's fucking too generic. So go get it deeper. All right, like this is the thing. You come up here and you ask us to reach the next level, but you haven't even sat down and defined your niche properly enough. So like we need to have the open conversation. As a new parent... It depends on who you're speaking to. If it's usually, and I'm just going to break it down right now, my relationship. If it's the man in the relationship, me, I am working all fucking day. I'm literally grinding from three in the morning till usually six at night on my fitness slash mindset to elevate my situation and then helping you guys in coaching calls and doing a bunch of one-on-ones and meetings and everything else. Julia wakes up a little bit later, and then is working with our kid, literally with Cade from sun up to sun down, until I'm able to help her later on at night. So those are completely two different narratives on parents as "quote unquote" new parents, especially beginners in the gym. Let's say we've had our kid for a while, all right, five to six years old. That's kind of going into your range, correct?
6: Yeah, our two, two, yeah.
2: So what do you do on a daily basis? Well, how would you need to speak to them? What are you doing on a continual day to day? action-based wise, like what do you need to do for the kid? And what's your life look like? When would you have time to exercise? Do you have time to exercise? Do you need to go to the gym or do you need to stay at home? Like, do you understand why this is important? Yeah. Dope. So showing up, this is where I'm going to give you a little bit of tough love, bro, because again, like showing up and asking us what your next level is. And then us giving you homework and you not going and doing it doesn't get you anywhere. You need to go define your niche because your content will never improve until you understand who the fuck you're talking to. And this is not for you, just for you, Derek. This is for all of you. Who are you talking to? Because a parent who's a beginner in the gym could be so many different fucking scenarios. It's not even funny. And you can't just pick a generic pain to talk to when it comes down to parents and expect them to reach out to you. Because if it's a parent where the kid is 18 years old and about to leave the house, they got all the time in the world now, right? Yeah. Dope. So your homework, if you want to reach the next level, is take your homework seriously and go to find your fucking niche. Who do you want to speak to and why? Why is it important? The easiest thing for you would just be to look at your own fucking life and then speak to the people that are currently struggling with what you're struggling with. Mm -hmm. All right. From when your kid was first born until right now.
6: Okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. By the
0: way. All you guys that show up to pod chats, I fucking love you guys. Y'all are cuties. I see all you guys. Dude, we got like 40 plus Paulie, people. What's up, now. Jackie? What's up, David? What's up, Chelsea Nestor? I see you guys. Daria, what's up, Martin D? What's up? I see all you guys. You guys are cute. You said something. I don't want to ask a question. You said I'm all over the place. What does that mean?
6: Just because, like, personally, I feel like I'm putting in the work, but in terms of like seeing the success, I'm kind of looking at like, does this one need to be the most where I focus on the most? And I think content is the place that I need to focus on the most. But at the same time, I'm like, is it my sales? Because I know like, with my sales calls, I'm getting a lot of people that seem like they can't afford it. It's like two out of 10. But I have in the past, like, been able to sell, and my background is sales. So I'm just like, is it my content, my authority? Pause, so pause, I'm just kind pause, of, pause, pause,
7: pause,
0: pause. Okay, 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 This is good. This is good. I'm glad I asked. Before I answer your question, I want to ask you a follow up question and then I'll answer. When were okay. you stuck at $500 dollars a month? Just the beginning of the year. I think it was like February, March. I remember you. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, and, then, yeah. and
6: then March, I, I got to 3K.
0: Fucking my boy. Okay. So, Stuck at 500, 2000, then you got to 3K. So if you zoom out and you looked at the trajectory of 2023, are you going up or down? Up. Okay. So fucking lean forward, put your hand on your shoulder and go like this. All right. You need to give yourself fucking credit, bro. This is all of you guys. Ah, I'm not going faster. I was making fucking 500 and now I'm making three grand. What the fuck? Give yourself some credit. Okay. So that's number one because growing into pain sucks. When you're like, I suck and I need to get better. That's not fun, okay? It can be useful, but as the energy that drives you all day, every day, it's exhausting. So use it sometimes, but don't be driven by it. So that's number one. Number two is, so I'm going to break it down systematically for you. How many calls are you booking per week right now?
6: Kind of keeps going up and down, but on average, when I'm actually really consistent, it's like five to 10.
0: What do you mean when you're really consistent? When you're really consistent with your fucking actions or when you're really consistent with your like with... What do you mean, really consistent?
6: Yeah, when I'm when everything is solid in my personal life, it's like five to ten.
0: Okay, so let's back it up a little bit. What the fuck does that mean?
6: So th- this was my second question, and this is, I don't want to hold up everybody too long. It's like I was at a point in my life where I I cut my back against everybody, and I did, mm-hmm. I went all in on myself, and I was successful in what I was doing. And now that I'm married and I have a son, like me and my wife, like she's supportive, but and she's loving and caring. But when it comes to the entrepreneurship, the all in mentality, sometimes we've had arguments and i don't i'm not mature enough to let the conversation go because she can't understand whoa
0: but no 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 why are you associating yourself with the identity of somebody that's fucking immature what is your definition of mature is mature based on your age
6: no like being able to walk away from like a conversation that that i know is not going to end up well
0: so pause you are telling me that you are too immature to let go of personal conversations and that, that's just the way it is. I'm just, I'm too immature.
8: I can't handle this. I'm
0: too immature. My personal life's getting in the way. I'm very immature. Sorry, guys. I'm not feeling very good. So I'm too immature to do this podcast. Fuck all you guys.
6: Too mature. What do you mean? No, because like what I'm saying is when we have these conversations and I'm trying to like get her to understand like what needs to be done on in certain aspects. It just messes up with the whole day. And that you're choosing
0: to let it mess up with the whole fucking day. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm trying
6: point. to say. Is like I, exactly. I don't know how to not let it.
0: You're on my podcast,
1: motherfucker. All can
2: right, I sure.
0: say something? We're not yet. Let me fucking finish my thought. And then you can right. go. Listen, bro, you are making the decision to let it affect your day, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are saying I'm too immature to let it fucking go. I want the next level. No, you fucking don't. If you did, you'd be able to look at yourself in the mirror and give yourself a fucking smack and be like, hey, adults got to fucking work. What's your son's name? Levi. Levi. Do you love your son? Yeah. How much do you love your son? Fuck, a lot. Okay. Do you want to be able to provide a good life for Levi? Or do you want to Mm. fucking look at Levi when he's 15 years old? You're sorry, son. Dad's too fucking immature to work in his online coaching business. And I couldn't get myself to be successful because I couldn't let go of arguments me and your mom had. So Mm. I can't fucking buy you those shoes that you want to get because dad's too fucking immature and can't let go of personal arguments. Are you fucking joking me? Yeah. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So like you and your wife can have the conversations that you need to have. And I'm going to shut the hell up now because I know Cole's got a lot to say. Have the conversations that you need to have. And I know Cole's going to fucking go in on it. So I'm going to give you a second. But I also need to let you know that like you're a fucking adult, dude. And when you have a conversation with your wife that doesn't go your way, you need to go into the fucking into your fucking closet, put on your fucking big boy pants and say, like, it's time to get to fucking work because I need to provide for my son.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to ask a question before I go in on this, because I need to make sure that we're headed in the right direction before I flip my fucking lid for a minute. I'm going to talk to you dad to dad for a second, which feels super cool to say, by the way, I'm not even gonna lie. (laughs) All right. So question. You said that I'm immature. I'm too immature to let things go so without beating around the bush and fucking well like I meant this I want you to tell me exactly Uh what the fuck that means you get in an argument with your girl and what happens
6: so we're she gets very emotional in the conversations and I'm level-headed in the conversations but then it comes to a point where it's like in my opinion because there's certain aspects in this business or like this lifestyle that she doesn't comprehend it's like it's like a dead wall And wait, pause.
2: That's what I want to hear. So in that aspect, do you try to explain to her and when she doesn't get it, you get frustrated
6: at the end of it? Yes. And then that's where I try to just walk away, go on with my business. But that the negativity, the mindset is like, I'm trying to work and move on, but I'm not able to get shit done. And then that kind of leads on to further. So it just, it's just, Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. So not, I know then you're exactly what the fuck I was going to say. This is going to perfectly line up. So how old is your son? Ah, uh, he's turning two. Lit, does he know how to fucking, like, tie his shoes yet? Yeah, probably not, but he knows how to put his shoes on, right?
6: Yeah, my wife homeschools him and, uh, watch it. yeah.
2: Lit, how did he learn how to walk? Did you tell him how to do it or did he watch you? I guess we'll watch. Right. How did he learn how to talk? Did you teach him how to or did he just listen and do it? Listen. Lit, you guys can't fucking explain something to somebody that they don't actually comprehend. You need to show them through action. Yelling at your fucking wife because she doesn't understand entrepreneurship is fucking ridiculous. You might as well just be yelling at the fucking wall. They don't get it. Doesn't mean they're stupid. It just doesn't make sense. All right. That's like yelling at the fucking fish because they don't understand how to walk on land. It's not a dumb animal. It's just not what they do at that point. You need to show them. Julia didn't understand entrepreneurship when I fucking first met her either. You think I got angry at her and lost my mind? No, I actually just shut the fuck up and got to work funny story, guys. We actually met in the same company. She worked in the office. I worked in the field. I quit my job and went online. Within the first week, she came home. The house wasn't even super messy, but it was a little bit messy because I'm at home grinding on my computer trying to get shit done. She sat me down and she's like, we're not going to play this husband household bullshit with the house being messy all the time. If you're going to be home all day, clean the fucking house. And she said that to me because (laughs) she just saw me sitting at home. She didn't fucking understand it, all right? I didn't even get into an argument. I just said, okay, and I cleaned the house while also getting my work done. And now, seven years later, she's able to do whatever the fuck she wants because I showed her what this life was all about. I can't get mad at my fucking kid because they don't comprehend what the hell is going on in their life. I need to show them how to do certain things. Just like I need to show my people stop trying to explain and start walking the fucking walk like a dad, like a husband, like a male, like the fucking alpha of the family and prove to them the shit that you keep saying. Cool. Talk is cheap. I got and one. the reason why I'm going in on you is because again, two and a half weeks ago, you showed up, asked about your content. You think content's a problem. It fucking is. You're getting like eight to 18 likes on your fucking videos and shit because you continue to listen to me give you advice and you don't fucking do it. So go get it done. Stop
0: bitching your fucking wife and put the goddamn work in. Okay. All right. Sounds good. For sure. Good. Appreciate it. I have one more thing to say because you got fucking you got the tough love and now I'm gonna finish off with a little bit of soft. You need Mm -hmm. to give your wife a hug and say thank you for raising our son. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's her birthday today. You better fucking go spend some fucking time with your goddamn wife. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. We are. That's
0: what I'm saying. Go give your wife a hug and say thank you for raising our son. I'm going to do a better job as a dad and as a husband and as Mm -hmm. the man of the house, I'm going to fucking provide, I'm going to show the fuck up for this business and then look your son in the eye and make a commitment to him that you're not going to play like a fucking beta anymore. You're going to step the fuck up. You're going to put your big boy pants on and you're going to lead the family because that's your fucking job. All right, bet. Bet. Show me. Cool. Peace. That was fucking good. I love all y'all. But if we give you advice
2: and you show up fucking multiple weeks in a row not doing it, I'm going to fucking ream you out in front of everybody. Like, you got the advice. There's endless information in the academy for you guys to see success. You don't need our permission to be great. Just be great. Pedro.
9: Hello? Oh, can there you, you, can go. you hear me?
2: Yeah, I hear you. What's up?
9: So, wait. So, so I was launched my Ford state challenge and I got a couple of guys in there. And, like, I asked the question if they wanted to, like, work with me at the end. And then they said yes, and they dropped their phone. But, like, my phone is Brazilian, and I'm not sure that I can reach out to them through their phone. So, like, that's my first question.
2: Okay, well, are you not sure, or you know you can't?
9: Sometimes I can sometimes I don't. I guess I'll, I'll just try, right? Just
2: shoot them a fucking text. If it works, it works. If anything, you might get charged for the international fucking texting. But let's be real, look at it this way. I might get charged for international texting and calling, but it'll turn around and I'll make the money back when I sell the client. I know all of you guys are saying like, call on Facebook, call on WhatsApp, call on all that other shit, but that actually doesn't help if we're utilizing the strategy that Pedro's breaking down. To give everybody context, let's see if you're doing a 14 day challenge and you give them the option to leave their number and ask them, do you want me to reach out to you? You want to text them over their phone number because it creates an easier way for you to be able to sell them. So that's why we're saying, obviously don't just message them on WhatsApp and Facebook. I would just try to do the phone number first. Like just assuming that it's not going to yeah. work is going to get you anywhere. You feel me?
5: Yeah. But yeah. And then and if it
2: doesn't just do it on Facebook, like everybody's suggesting, I agree with everybody here. Just try the phone number first. If it doesn't work, do everything else.
9: Uh, yeah. So I see. You. And my other question was, I don't really understand. What's the difference when we're pitching my normal program and when we're pitching to a challenger. Pause. Like, no,
0: my turn. There's no difference. It's the same thing. Yeah. So
9: right.
0: I'm going to, I want to explain What I mean by that, though, because that answer isn't helpful, what I mean by that is when somebody wants to join your program, they are showing intent, like they're showing that they're interested in joining your program, correct? Like they obviously need some sort of help if they're interested in joining your program. Yes or no? So that same idea applies to if somebody joins a 14-day fat loss challenge, they're obviously showing intent that they have intent to lose weight, get in shape, or like learn more about fitness, correct or incorrect? Right. So what we need to do is we need to position the, obviously the 14 day challenge is a really good way to get them into our ecosystem. But when somebody raises their hand for a 14 day challenge, we need to make the assumption that they want to lose weight and get in shape, right? And so yeah. we don't need to put them in the 14 day challenge because there are some people that would rather do the long-term program. And when you book calls before the challenge, your job is to communicate that 14 day challenges is a great place, is a great place to kickstart. But if they want to hit their 20-pound weight loss goal, then they need to commit to 12 weeks, which is why they should join your program. Hell, yeah. Clear? Got it. Don't for ever think thing. of it, Pedro. You got it, bro. You got it.
9: Go sir, always.
0: I like that kid. You're cute. Yeah. You're a good guy. I like you. Timothy Carr, what's up, brother? What's up, Coach? How we doing? You're doing great. You've come a long way since you started the program. Eh? Remember when <laughs>
10: you started the program a couple of years ago? You cute bastard. You're doing I came from the 10K Academy. I know. You've been around <laughs> for a long time. I've been waiting for that, but awesome. So I, I would say my biggest question right now is, um, I think I'm kind of in the lines of Brandon having some troubles with the traction. Yep. Instagram has not been working out very well for me. Facebook's been going good, which is great, but I'm just having issues getting like a consistent lead flow in, and just getting some uh, more quality attraction through my content and just in general. Okay, Cole, you want to take this. I will touch on
2: one thing. Drop your tag in the chat for me, Timothy, and I'll pull it up. And we'll actually do like a breakdown for everybody who's currently here. If you're not here, (laughs) too bad. You don't get to see. Now, when it comes down to this, (laughs) all right, like the simple breakdown, I do want to touch on one thing while I'm waiting for your tag for Instagram. And that is the statement of what you said around like quality of lead. All right. The quality of lead is going to depend on how you show up as a leader and authority in all of your content, no matter what's going on. Does that make sense?
10: 100%. Yeah. Did you throw your tag in the chat for me yet? Uh, It is right there. One thing to do is I'll say this. I was on content audits yesterday with Caleb and we were looking at the content and he told me he goes specifically work on your hook from there and then come back on next week and then like just keep dissecting week after week. So that's going to be my homework here from what he gave me. So, I mean, just whatever you got, I'm all ears. Okay. Can you guys see my screen?
2: Yep. Perfect. So when it comes down to content, the reason why I said like how you show up as an authority is because obviously we have the three pillars, value, proof, and connection. Value content, which provides value to your audience, proof, which shows them that you actually know what the fuck you're talking about, either through your own physique or your client's results, and then connection. Now, connection is extremely fucking important, and it's one of the main things that a lot of you guys lack nowadays. I'm not going to lie. I'm incredibly happy with how you guys have been showing up value-wise. I think Brian can agree. Like The amount of value that I'm seeing coaches give out now is fucking astronomical. It's so much better than a couple of years ago. But then I come to your page and the only fucking thing I'm seeing is stop, do this, do this, or here's how you make this better. Or like, it's just consistent training videos and then no deep connection. So I'm looking at your page right now. I don't mind how your bio is set up. All right. We're obviously on your story, which is cool. We got a couple of voting polls. I would like to see you talking more. So we got one side here. I'd like to see you talking at least two to three times in your story, regardless of the views, maybe going down, Tim. It's about connecting. All right. Like people want to hear you. They want to see you. They want to know what your life is about. So just looking right now, what's a connection post if I was able to pull it up?
10: Um, let me see. So I tossed one up here. See. Any of these? Let me see. I just, I just put one up the other day. I got to find it real quick here. Mm. I do one written one a week. So. Do you pull up the real tab? Cool. Yeah. Here we go.
2: Fourth down on the right. All Fourth the way down up. on the right for this right here. So this one. Is this it? Uh, one more. Sorry. I keep going. That is a connection post too, though. Yeah.
10: Yeah, that that one
2: is one, yeah. Okay, let me just read this right quick. So this post is hard for me to write. As an online fitness coach, immense physique. Better people think I have it all together. Doing my show was one of my goals. As long as I can remember, I'm never happy with how I looked. Breakdown, breakdown, I felt inferior. Feeling this way affected me doing a show. So decent. Let me see. With my first show, I pulled the trigger. So, if you guys listen to audio in the replay, I'm not reading this entire fucking post verbatim because I'm probably going to stumble on my words and it's going to sound horrible for everybody. So, let's not go down that route. The first thing I'm going to say is when it comes down to a connection post, if you are writing, and Brian, if you could find one of yours, I think it'd be a great example for everybody in the aspect of like, you need to learn how to walk them through the zero to hero story. This is an example I've been saying recently because it's easier for me to paint the vision for you guys. Now, hopefully you say yes, but have you ever watched Spider Man? Who awesome. Well, there's a lot of weird losers out there that haven't. Uh, no, I'm just joking around. So the reason why I bring up Spider-Man is because I think it's the perfect analogy for this to hopefully like spark it in your guys' brains. You understand when Spider-Man was a zero. You know that he was bullied in school. He was picked on. He was the nerd. He never got the girl. He lived in a broke neighborhood. He was struggling for money. His, You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. And you understand everything that he went through and then he got bit by the spider and then you understand who he is as an awkward hero finding his purpose and what he is doing in this world. The reason why I bring that up is because usually, and I think this is done decently, you're kind of breaking it down. You're like, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with my shirt off. I'm never comfortable with my own skin. You felt inferior and overlooked because I never stood out. But like, we're not really breaking it down. Like, Mm -hmm. were you picked on when you were younger? Oh, Yeah. Okay. Right. So like, I think you should write an entire post where 90% of it is explaining how you felt as a kid and what you actually went through. That it wasn't until like the last 10% of the post where you're like, I leaned into fitness and it helped me transform for my life by helping me develop the habits and rituals necessary to see myself as the hero. I knew I was like okay. simple ending, but long zero, they got to start seeing you as that. That's how you start explaining a deeper connection post. IE. If you guys go to Janelle's, all right. Janelle, when she's explains her past, like the story of her putting her kid down and then watching her kid run towards a transport and her go to run after her kid at 700 pounds, she trips, she hits the fucking ground and she starts bawling because she's like, I'm not going to get my kid. My kid's going to fucking die. And the dog runs out of nowhere and grabs the kid and stops him from running in the street like that hits you. And she doesn't go. Like, and that sparked everything. She's just like, that's the day I knew I was going to change my life. Like, that's the hero statement at the very breakdown of the zero explanation. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. So that is necessary. So when I'm breaking it down and I'm looking at it, I'm going to look at the Reels tab in a second. We got one written post connection on a weekly basis right now. I want to start seeing Reels as connections. Okay. The reason why is because right now these will have the best reach for you. Mm-hmm. All right. A lot of Instagram accounts are noting that their biggest reach currently is from their followers and their written posts are rarely reaching outside of that, let
10: alone their reels in general. So we want to start trying to favor what's going to reach more people. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if that's the case, should we maybe consider taking down as uh, the written posts We do four or five, four a week instead of doing five? No, nope, how- it's 100% up to you. I would still balance it out.
2: Do what you love. All right. Brian is amazing at written copy. All right. So he leans into it way heavier than I do. Okay. All right. But also, when it comes down to connection, if you guys go to his page right now, I bet you see three connection reels like that because yeah. he also shares it. They're more shareable. People connect with them more. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Bet. Did you want to say something before I go into the scroll various?
0: down? Scroll down. Yep. I just want to see. So, guys, whenever you, you should learn how to audit your own content. And when I yes. say audit your own content, what I mean is you need to look for the highest view volume. So, if you're scrolling through your content right now, so like, the highest view volume, whatever the highest view volume is, do more of fucking that. Yeah. So there you go. Boom. What is that?
10: Once I have the back.
0: back there, dude, time. that, so that needs to be a fucking hook. So mm-hmm. going to what's, there was another one right over there. What was it? It was don't force the barbell bench press. The
10: curls like no, not that one.
0: So guys, what we're doing is we're looking at Tim's reels on his page and we're looking for the ones that have the highest view volume. Two of the ones that had the highest view volume or one of the one of the hooks was if you're looking for a wider back. So if you want a specific result or don't force, which basically is like a negative hook, don't do this when you're doing your bicep curls. Yeah. So when I'm looking at your page, those are the two as high view volumes. Like you need to be doubling down on whatever is getting the views. I agree. So yeah, like and, and it, you're not fucking clout chasing like this is like only do the stuff that gets views. But the way that you approach a business is you figure out what works. And then you repeat that process. And so go to those videos, figure out what about it worked. It was a voiceover where you were saying, don't do something that is more, you need to do more of that. And these fonts aren't working because the view volume doesn't match the other ones. So don't use these fonts, go back to what was working and double down on the hooks and the openers from the view volume that you've already gotten proven. So The average volume on his page is between one and 5,000 for the podcast audience is listening. And so we found a couple of reels that are at 1,500. So we want to focus on the reels that are at 1,500. And we want to double down on that style of reel and that style of content.
2: Yes. So another thing that you can do, and everybody can do this, all right, right now or after the podcast, you can open up your phone. I'm going to run through this very quickly. So if you don't understand what I'm going to say, you're going to have to watch the replay. All right. Open up your phone, go to your analytics. After you go to your analytics, go to your reach. After you go to your reach, you're going to scroll down to content and it is going to show you the top performing content. You can sort that by reels, written posts, stories, and live streams from the last 7, 24, 30, and 60 days. This will show you all of your best performing content over the last X amount of time. I would audit it by seven days every Sunday and then audit it by 30 days every 30th of the month. Okay. This will allow you to start seeing what's doing well on your page. I do this every week, guys. And then I'm like, you know what? Even though I'm experimenting a lot, i am like, okay, these videos just aren't working no matter how I like them. So I'm just going to stop posting and I'm going to do this more. Does that all make sense, to him? 100%. Just writing that now. Perfect, bro.
0: Last thing I'm going to say is I believe I saw you on the 10K Mastermind waitlist, which is fucking sick. This is the entire inside of the content that converts course. So Natasha and I like basically... Natasha Cole and I came up with this idea, the 10k mastermind and this content that converts course is going to be inside of the 10k mastermind. So it's literally like an entire, it's like a layer deeper than we've ever gone with content. So if you're on that wait list, then fucking stay tuned.
10: Yeah. I'm excited for that. (laughs) That's what I really think I need right there.
0: Yeah. So it's just a deeper layer, bro. You're at the level where you need to be learning more advanced stuff and that's, that's what we got for you. So. Cool. Awesome. Appreciate it guys. Okay, bro. Peace and love. Good to see you, bro. I don't know about you, Cole, but I have like a, a deeper appreciation for all these humans here today.
2: Yeah, I agree. There's also 54 of you guys, which is very fucking cool. That is really like cool. I like it when a lot of people show up for themselves to actually learn
0: and absorb and pay attention. I do like it as well. Mike, what's up, dog?
7: What's going on? How are you? I'm doing great. So How are you since the last time we chatted. What did we chat about last time? Mm. Do ebook sales call, get better content, ask for client re- referrals. Perfect. So I did an ebook, my 1st ebook, and then I made like four more that week. I sold one client on it, paid in full three months. I have a bunch of leads now. I renewed one client for four months. I asked for referrals. Um, one of my clients that's only three months in posted on my Facebook and her Facebook of her transformation. It's not much, but it's a lot for her right now. Just to see if I can get any leads on that post as well as my instagram i just i have 500 plus followers in the last 90 days look like, at this fucking guy so it, it's it's getting better my content i'm talking on my stories now my content is getting a little better i have to find hooks and pain points better than i am right now it's the hook the hooks that i i struggle with yep i do have two questions one question is i think in 2 weeks i can do my third 14 day challenge Now, the first two 14-day challenges did good. The first one, I signed one. The second one, I signed three. Now, I find all my leads that I've had phone calls with and in my challenge can't afford my high-ticket program. I haven't done a low-ticket yet. I haven't made one. Now, my question, I'm thinking to do a six-week challenge and use a low-ticket price for that. So, if it's a $100, bucks, let us say, to sign up and you get all of this, can I just watch the... $11,000 with Janelle on the module. So I'm thinking like, that's a great way. And I was always want to do a six week. What's your thoughts on that?
0: I love it. Yes. So my answer is yes. So here's my suggestion. So number one, on your third 14 day challenge, the most important thing that you can do is anybody that you've had a call with or anybody that you has been a lead in the last six to 12 weeks, make sure you send them out a personal invite to the challenge. Like, hey, Mike, exclamation mark, I was thinking about you. I'm launching a free 14-day challenge starting Monday. Are you interested? So make sure you reach out to any of those people. Second thing is with your 14-day challenge, make sure the challenge starts with momentum. The hotter the challenge is at the start, meaning the more people that introduce themselves, the more people that interact with the Facebook group, the more people that log into Trainerize, the better that your challenge is going to be. Um, And the third thing I'm going to say is have your low-ticket offer. Yes, Mike, but don't lead with your low-ticket offer, meaning... Like you want to go for the high ticket, but then have a low ticket ready. If they're like, oh, shoot, like I can't afford that. And like, okay, like, can we do a payment option? They're like, I just can't. Like, okay, tell you what, you know, we don't, I typically don't do this often, but I, I wanted to create something that would be affordable for everybody. And so even if you couldn't afford the main program, I did design something that's like super affordable, low budget. Can I tell you a little bit more about it? And then you can downsell to your low ticket. So mm-hmm. have it, but don't lead with it. And then after the 14 day challenge, you can promote into it if you want to as well.
7: See, I wasn't going to do a 14-day challenge. I wasn't thinking of it. I was thinking of just going right into a six-week challenge. Mm, okay. And doing, let's say, like six weeks, you get all a meal plan, a training program, a Facebook group for, let's say, 150 bucks. Yep. And then all the people that I can't afford my high-ticket program in the last three months, I can just send them a message, ask them if they still like want to lose weight, if they're interested in my program, if they can afford it. And if they are, then I'll say, I got a low ticket program. This is it.
0: Yes, do it. I love it. If you've uh, got a bunch of people that you've talked to in the last eight weeks, 16 weeks, that can't afford your high ticket program, that would be a good fit for this. Then make a list of all 50 or hundred of those people and then hit them up. Then yes, do it.
7: Second question is- Oh, you want I to add have- anything to that before he goes? No, that sounds fine. Cool. Go ahead, Mike. I'm trying to find Facebook groups I can actually like go into and get leads. Now, all the Facebook groups that I go in, I post a, let's say I, I go on there and I post like a story or I post a testimonial or social proof. It doesn't get posted. Yep. It's because groups fucking, you got to be, you got to think outside the box with groups. Who's your avatar?
0: People want to lose weight, busy individuals. Okay. So you should join a group that's called Men with Beards. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I'm serious. Janelle joins hiking groups, running groups. She joins Apple Watch groups, Fitbit groups right? You got to think outside the box. Fitness groups know you motherfuckers, all right? Ain't going to work. They're wise to you, all right? So you got to think outside the box. You join a group that's called Men with Beards, and then you're just like, what's going on, guys? My name's Mike. I just wanted to introduce myself here. I'm new here. Thanks for having me in the community. Great to be here. You're just a dude with a beard that's a fitness coach.
2: And then don't post proof post value. If you post proof, they're just going to fucking turn it off because why the hell are you posting a random transformation in the group? They don't give a fuck.
0: Also, Janelle's like clever, like she'll like ask questions that are related to fitness that don't actually relate to her program, she'll be like, what's your guys' favorite running shoes comment below like she she'll be in a runner's group and then she's like what's your guys' favorite running shoes and then, and then like in a beard group she would be like what's your guys' favorite beard oil, like her yeah. goal is just to start the conversation with you, like she just wants to get you on her page because once Connection. you're on her page then she can sell you so like she that person adds you as a friend from that group it's like that's going to be a lot more non-invasive than if you're like in a fitness group posting a fitness transformation like they know what the fuck you're doing you know so join groups that what city do you live in essex windsor so join a fucking the windsor group there's probably there's probably an ontario group so join an ontario group and just ontario community like join those groups that's like you got to think outside the box don't think fitness think everybody needs fitness everybody on the fucking planet so then just think about what groups that people are are in smart yeah people are in that have nothing to do with fitness but obviously like people that are in beard groups there's a lot of people in beard groups that need to lose weight you're not going to go in there and be like i'm looking for five guys that are looking to do 10 pounds but you can go in there and be like hi i'm mike nice to meet you guys glad to be here
7: mm. okay that makes sense yeah cool thank you was that useful yeah for sure all right brother good
0: to see you congratulations on the recent success i'd love to see it thanks
9: Gabriel, is that you, or is that a photo of you? Because I need to see your photo. Uh-huh. It was
3: a photo.
0: Oh, uh-huh. what's up, dog?
3: It was going good. What's going on with you, man? Best day of my life, homie. How you doing? All oh, good on my side, man. Love to hear it. Good.
0: How can we serve you today?
3: Yeah. So my question is not even a question, really. I am not booking calls. I've been posting on my story, reels, kind of mixing things up with carousels. I've had calls booked when I was in the program a year ago, but as of lately. I just have not been able to just book any calls whatsoever.
0: Okay. So you're struggling with booking calls.
3: How consistent have you been with your content? I've been consistent with it. For how long? 3 to 4 times a week I've been posting for the past two and a half around near 3 months now. Okay.
0: And is your content performing well on social media? When I say performing well like getting between 20 to 20 to 100 likes?
3: Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Okay.
0: And you're posting connection proof and value? Yes. How many DMs are you sending up per day?
3: DMs, nowhere near enough. I know the standard would be to send between 10 to 20 per day, but it's nowhere near that. I've already pretty much DM'd everybody that I've known from high school, people that I know, workers, acquaintances, social workers. I've already DM'd them a couple of times. Some of them have gotten onto a call, just haven't closed them, so.
0: Anybody that interacts with your content on social
3: media? Not everybody, if they're not my ideal client, no. Okay,
0: I wanna get fit, but I don't wanna to go to the gym. You can't be picky, right? Now. How many clients do you have?
3: Zero right now.
0: You don't get to be fucking picky. Everybody's your ideal client.
3: Mm, everybody. You don't get
0: to be picky. I only work with men. No, you don't. You fucking work with anybody, okay? When you first start your online coaching business, you don't get to be picky. You need to fucking put, it, put a feeler out there. You need to like post content, see who resonates, anybody who's resonating, you're engaging with. You don't get to be picky. You interact with fucking everybody. Thank you so much for supporting my content. I fucking appreciate you, dog. I appreciate you for being here. I'm grateful. Let me know if you're ever struggling with anything in your finished journey. I'll do what I can to help you out. Everyone, even a cat. If your cat has Instagram, fucking cat too. all of them. You don't get to be picky when you get to 10 clients. You get to be fucking picky right now. You're like, Oh, I want to lose weight, but fuck vegetables. You don't get to fuck. No, not fuck vegetables. Eat them every day. Go ahead. Cole.
2: Yo, fuck vegetables, right? None of that shit. Neither do you get the hell out of here. No, I'm just joking around. So I'm looking at your content right now and I want to, Break down what Brian just said because maybe it just kind of went over your head and you didn't actually understand it. So I'm looking at it right now. You post two days ago, then four days ago, then six days ago, then eight days ago, then nine days ago. So, like, what is your definition of consistency? What's your Instagram? I'm going now. Fuck, you got me fired up. Hey, Gabe, what's your fucking Instagram? Drop it in the chat for Brian right quick.
0: What's your username, motherfucker? <laughs> hey,
7: there you go. So you pull it up, B,
2: and you can look at it. So okay, okay, this okay. is the thing. All right. There's gonna be two things I'm gonna break down before Brian rips you apart. Number one, what is your definition of consistency? Tell me.
3: And my definition will be posting five times a week, five to seven times a week, being active on my stories, posting several times in my stories, sending 10 to 20 DMs every single day. In addition Wait, to the- pause. So have you been consistent? No. Then why do you expect results with a lack of consistency? I said
2: this to Spencer the other day on the open QA. Now, when me and Spencer had a conversation for lack of a better term when I was answering his question on the OP Q&A, it was very similar. All right. He made a post and he said, I've been struggling to be consistent. All right. I'm technically posting five times a week. All right. And I've been doing it for around two months and I've seen a very small amount of engagement. So I let my brain trick me into stopping and I just don't know what to do. My advice was simple. Okay. Who wants to be successful here? Who wants to make 10K a month? Who wants to blow up their businesses? Say fucking me in the chat. I want you to blow the chat up right now. Okay. Who wants to do this? Who wants to make $10,000 cash every month? You guys want the advice? Lit. Post every day, seven days a week for 365 days for the next two fucking years and don't miss. Show up consistently. That's how you're going to do it. That's what consistency means. You see a lot of you guys will do what you just did. You're like consistency to me is five times a week. Well, what about the other two fucking days, the 48 hours in the weekend? You see a lot of mentors will be like, "Well, just take it off. It's all good. You deserve a break. That ain't me. Okay. You know why? Because let's look at a weight loss journey. Can people just take the weekend off and do whatever the fuck they want? No, or they don't see results. Why? You guys see it every day consistent Monday to Friday, but then they binge eat on the weekend and they fucking drink because people don't hold them to a standard. You need to look at yourself and be like, what do I actually define as consistency? If I want multiple booked calls, that means you need to be posting every fucking day. It takes 30 seconds to make a post on Instagram. It's not fucking hard all right? You want to book 20 calls, you need to be sending out DMs to book calls, not sending out DMs for no reason, sending out DMs to book calls. There's a difference in those two definitions. Sending out DMs for no reasons is, hey, thanks for liking my content, and then just sending in another 30 DMs without paying attention, all right? You need to be intentional with this process. Guys, a lot of you guys might have heard that breakdown and be like, oh, my fucking God, like,
7: oh, no shit, Cole.
2: I'm just consistent for a year, of course, I'd be successful. Well, if you knew that, then why didn't you just do it? You guys all know if you didn't miss for the next year, you get somewhere in your business, but you consistently fuck up on the weekends and take a week off and then complain that you're burnt out and then whine that this shit is hard when realistically you guys have the easiest fucking job in the world. Post on Instagram and start conversations. There's people literally standing buildings in minus 30 or plus 30 right now. There's people working 100 feet below ground in fucking mines that don't come up and see sunlight for four days, I know them. I see their Snapchat stories every day. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Go
0: ahead, B. Okay. So I want to ask you an honest question, and I want you to give me an honest answer. And this isn't me giving you shit. How much money do you want to make a month? Have you thought about that question? Yeah, honestly, I have before. What is it? Thirty k a month. Thirty k a month. Okay. So you want to make thirty thousand dollars a month? Now let me ask you a question, and I need you to give me a yes or no answer. And don't do not fucking lie to me. Do you actually think that you're going to make thirty k a month? Not the way I'm going. So the answer is no. No. Okay. That's right. Exactly. So this is the fucking truth. Okay. The reason that you're not successful right now is because, and you're not consistent right now is because you set a goal that you don't believe that you're going to fucking hit period. Why the fuck would you be consistent on social media if you don't believe that you're going to hit 30 K point? Why the fuck would you send DMS if you don't believe you're going to hit 30 K you set a goal and you say you want to hit this fucking thing, but you don't even believe that it's fucking possible. Do you understand what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, The
0: reason that I fucking grind so hard is because I am absolutely certain that one day like I'm going to be introduced on some fucking big stages like I'm certain of that. And so I'm willing to put in an obnoxious amount of work every single day, leveling up my skill set, leveling up my mindset, leveling up my content, leveling up my fucking sales, being relentlessly consistent because I know that it's only a matter of time. I don't think you have that. And I think it's because you set a goal that's fucking too far outside of your reach. And I'm not giving—I don't downplaying your ability to succeed. But right now, what you need to realize is the reason that you haven't been successful is because you set a goal that's way too far outside of reach. You don't believe that it's possible. So you're not motivated to work towards it. So can we set a smaller goal first?
3: Yeah, fair enough. Okay,
0: so now let's say $3,000 online per month. How does that sound? Yes or no? Does that resonate or not? I
3: mean, it resonates well right now.
0: Do you think you could hit $3,000 a month and give me a fuck yes or a fuck no? Oh, yes, I do. Say, is that a fuck yes or a fuck no? I can't fucking hear you. Fuck yes, it is. Okay, so now, now write down 3K. So somewhere in your fucking, write it on your fucking forehead if you need to. Write it on a sticky note, put it on your computer, your phone background, 3K. 3K and you have 90 days to fucking hit 3K, period. Mm -hmm. Okay? You have 90 fucking days. So now, now, you don't hit 3K by being a fucking inconsistent motherfucker, okay? Yep. So you can't hit 3K by being inconsistent. So what do I need to do in order to hit this goal? Well, step number one is I say I'm fucking consistent and I'm not. So I need to go look at myself with the fucking mirror and realize that I've been lying to myself. That's step number one. You're a fucking liar. You said you've been consistent. You said you're showing up. You're fucking not. So it's time to show up. It's time to be a man. It's time to step up. So now it's like, okay, my definition of consistency is five times a week, every fucking week, Monday to Friday. I don't fucking miss. And I'm on my stories all day, every day that's the new definition of consistency. That's the new standard. And we start playing at that standard. So you play at that standard for a week or two. After two weeks, you're like, shit, well, even though I'm consistent, my content isn't hitting. So what am I doing wrong? Then you come to content audits and you're like, hey, Cole, I've been consistent and I've been showing up. My content isn't hitting. Can you give me some advice on what I should do next? And then Cole says, your avatar sucks, you need to do better, go do this. And you're like, "Okay, sir, yes sir." And then you go fucking work on your avatar, you go dial it in, and then you get consistent for two more weeks. You start to see progress. And then you come to pod chats, you're like, "Okay, B Mark and Cole, I've been consistent for 4 weeks now. Shit's starting to move in the right direction, and I've got a lot of leads. I just don't know what to say to them. Can you help me with my DMs?" And we say, "Do this, then do this, and then do this." And you're like, "Sir, yes sir." And then you fucking go and you implement the DMs, and you come back and you're like, "Okay, I'm booking a lot of calls, but I'm not making a lot of sales. How do I get better at sales?" And then we're saying, "Say this, say this, say this." And you're like, "Okay, great. Do you understand what I'm saying?" But none of that fucking happens, number one, if you don't believe it. Like if you don't believe you're gonna achieve your goals and get the fuck off the call, okay? Why are you here? Doesn't make any sense. You're just showing up for the sake of showing up. You're like wearing the fucking jersey to say that you're in the room. It's not impressing anybody and you're not impressing yourself. So set a goal that you believe that you can achieve and fucking go after it with everything that you have. And then as you're going after it and you're actually putting in the work, when you're not like, when you're putting in the work and it's not leading to the result that you want, Then you come and ask for feedback. Get it? Yeah, get all that. Does that make sense? No, that makes total sense. So what we're going to fucking do, because you need to commit to greatness, okay? There needs to be a fucking spark. So you're either going to love me and hit 3K or you're going to fucking hate me and leave the program. Those are the only two options that I'm looking for. So you need to commit to greatness. And committing to greatness means that when we look at your social media in two weeks, I want to be like, that motherfucker showed up. That motherfucker executed. That motherfucker is on one. That's the energy that I want to see when I see your social media. Right now, it's like, that motherfucker's inconsistent. So fucking show me. All right, bet. It's a deal. Post your little 3K note in the Academy after this podcast. Got it. All right, bro. Fucking show me. we Will do. Well, Cole, do you have anything else after this? Nah, let's run it. All right, me neither. Let's go. I'm having fun. Jaden, what's up? What's up? First time on podcasts, raising my hand. I've always been
11: one to listen, but I got a question today. It's about my avatar statement. Okay. I'm just piggybacking off of what you just said. You don't get to be picky with clients and like your ideal person you want to work with until you have 10 clients. And I've been hovering right under the 10 client mark. I went from like eight down to six, had two drop off, and I signed another one. So I've like right under the 10 mark. And honestly, they're all over the place. Ideally wanted to work with males because you know I enjoy programming with them more and you know I can push them a lot further, but Right now, I have more female clients than males. And, you know, you guys sometimes say, let your avatar choose you. And it's not like I don't like working with females. I mean, my client, Rachel, that reel that you saw, I mean, she's a fucking beast. You know, like I push her boundaries pretty hard. And then I have a mom that's like losing post-pregnancy weight and, you know, trying to like drop body fat. So like right now, it's all over the place and I'm having trouble in my content like talking about pains because I don't know, you know, how to like, kind of like, I don't know what my avatar statement should be because I had it as just men. And then I had women reach out to me and they're like, Oh, like I read your bio and I wanted to work with you. And I saw that you only work with men. And then I tried to like flip it and be like, no, I also have female clients too. And then instant cold lead just like that. Oh, go
7: ahead. uh,
11: So how many clients do you have? Six. Seven. So the people that flipped and
2: instantly went cold lead were just shitty leads in the first place. That's number one. Don't adjust what you're doing due to the fact that one individual went cold based off of you making a statement. Number two, at the beginning, guys, when Brian said, like, you don't get the luxury to just fucking buckle the fuck down. The reason why is because a lot of you guys will come in and you'll create some like astronomical fucking avatar statement when you don't even know how to create content in the first place. And then you start becoming like squirrel brain on what you need to be focusing on and you start to panic on a continual basis. You said you want to train men, lit. So make that your fucking bio and start talking to the old you. That's literally it, dude. And then that's your pain. That's what you break down. Those are who you speak to. And then when people reach out to you, because they will, because it doesn't matter if you were speaking to men, all right, there will be women who resonate with the message. If they reach out to you, you ask yourself, do I want to train them? If the answer is yes, then fucking sell them. Mm -hmm. And again, if someone gets turned off, they're not going to hire you. Yeah. So literally how we fucking started our business and we scaled it to the next fucking level. All right. We spoke to the old us. We documented our journey through fitness competitions. And then the people who resonated with us would reach out
11: and we would ask ourselves, do I want to work with them? The answer is yes. We'd sell them. Make sense. Yeah, no, that does actually. Now that you said that, like me sharing my story and all the shit that I've been through, I have had women reach out to me and be like, oh shit, like, you know, that's like, that's inspiring. So yeah, definitely. Thank you for putting that into perspective.
2: Yeah. You don't need to go like super fucking down one narrow path and overthink the process, guys. It's why I try to drill the old you as the avatar 99.99999% of the time, because all of you guys understand how to speak to the old you. And a lot of you guys have no fucking idea how to speak to the opposite sex. Cause you don't actually understand what goes into their bodies and what they're dealing with. But then you'll get an influx of females because they actually resonated with the content that you were producing for men because you were your true authentic self. And then you're like, Oh my God, now I need to talk about fucking hormones and periods and fucking all this other stuff that these individuals are dealing with. When you don't continue to talk about what you were talking about, because obviously that was attracting them. Makes
0: sense. Yeah. 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 I have a little bit of an alternative opinion. So take both of them and fucking and weigh them, okay? I think your avatar can be a person or a problem. Agreed. A person or a problem. So what problem do you solve? What's the commonality between all these clients?
11: Like wanting to improve overall body composition and just be more confident in like the way they look and feel.
0: Okay, so how do you solve that problem?
11: By helping them build muscle and burn body fat.
0: That's fucking lame.
11: How, how so that? fucking boring.
0: But what of- methods
11: do you use to solve that problem? I prescribe them, you know, custom training program and give like actually teach them the ins and outs of training and nutrition that they were clearly lacking the knowledge of
0: prior to working with me. What's the breeze laughing at us? I'm not going to be mean. He's so young. We're not being mean. We're <laughs> not being mean, dude. I'm not breeze laughing because she thinks we're going to be mean. What style of dieting do you teach them? Flexible dieting macros. Okay. So is there any specific meals that you give your clients that they fucking love? Uh, yeah, my fucking taco and fajita recipe. Okay, so I help men and women burn fat, build muscle while eating tacos. It's just an example, but I want you to think like that, okay? So it's like, how can you frame what you're doing? I help men and women burn body fat and build muscle while still eating tacos. Like what you're saying is I help men and women burn body fat and build muscle, which is every fucking online coach on the planet. So how can you say that, but say it in a way that's unique and special to you? Mm. Okay. You get it. So it's like an avatar can be a person or a problem. And then if the avatar is the problem uh, okay. So, but then we can, let's go a layer deeper. Yeah. What problem is flexible dieting solving? Like a bad view of
11: food and thinking they need to be like restricted to diet or
0: pause, just pause. So if, if I have a bad view of food and I need to be restricted to a diet, what have I done in the past? That hasn't worked. Tried meal plans that they found online. Okay. And then what did that lead to? results for maybe a
11: month and then they couldn't stick to it long-term and then if they couldn't stick to it long-term what happened no
0: results they fell off track unmotivated when they fell off track what happened they gained the weight back yeah what's the percentage of the population that lose weight and then gain it back (laughs) probably like 99 that's that's a statistic that you should learn do you get what i'm fucking doing here yeah yeah digging deeper on the so like if flexible dieting is a solution then what's the problem the problem is restrictive eating so like, okay, how can I attack that problem? Well, I need to do some research on restrictive eating and figure out some stats about restrictive eating and like how many people fall off track with restrictive eating and like what restrictive eating dieting teaches you. Maybe you can find some influencers that teach like fucking like we only fucking eat carrots and then you can fucking make videos making fun of those people and talk about flexible dieting. Get it?
11: Yeah, I am going to definitely lean into that because I do have a strong
0: opinion on a lot of shit within the fitness industry. So do that then. So do that. So literally find an influencer that you disagree with and make a video. I I did. uh, Did anybody ever see my Alex Ramosi morning routine video? I like reply to Alex Ramosi. I'm like, this is a fucking stupid video. I don't agree with it. Do that. Okay. Find influencers that have opinions that you disagree with and reply with videos and focus on the problem that you solve and not the person that you're working with. Mm, Okay. Yeah. That clears up a lot.
11: Bet. Killer. Thanks. Have
0: the best day of your entire life. I'm glad you came out today. Dustin what's up bro what's good by the way Dustin's also in the million dollar mastermind but homie's smart and he gets as
12: many coaching opportunities as he can how you doing brother yes sir I'm doing good it's been a minute since I've been on pod chats but didn't get a chance to talk to you yesterday so came on today been working through the Natasha's content that converts course everyone in here it's freaking fire getting the 10k and then get the course it's gonna unlock some new levels for you for sure but for me as I'm going through it you know, looking at your avatar who you serve, getting deeper and deeper on this. And this is something I've been split on for a long time. I help parents, I help moms and dads, and I absolutely love it. I love helping them change their freaking lives. And obviously, growing up and having a mom and dad who weren't in shape, like I resonate deeply helping them improve their health, having gone through addiction. I love helping people improve their health, live their life and level up and like be the best mom and dad they possibly can be. And I freaking love that, right? But a lot of it is motivation, mindset, basics of nutrition and programming, right? Like a lot of my clients are beginners. I'm teaching them beginner stuff. I played college basketball. I'm a power lifter. I did my kin degree. I love high performance. I love pushing the limits. And I'm split these two sides. I mean, as I'm working my way through content that converts, a big part of me is like, okay, am I going to get to 50 or 100K and be like, fuck, this isn't what I want to do. I want to go and work with athletes and help people for high performance. So now I'm thinking I'm like, long term, as I work through this course, I'm like, who do I really want to serve long term here? And what is my ultimate goal? And like, that's been the hard part with niching, like I've chose the niche, but I'm like, I also want to do this too. And I want to do both. But I know I can't kind of advertise to high performance athletes and moms and dads who are looking to improve their health and get in shape and lose some weight. So my question is like, if I do want to make a switch and change that niche, like obviously it brings up a lot of fear inside me and self-limiting beliefs on like whether or not like I could be successful with that niche. So just thoughts, it's basically just kind of thoughts in my head. It's been sitting there and it's just something that like is in the back of my head. And I'm just like, fuck, what do I really want to do long-term? So any feedback here is appreciated.
0: Can I take this one, Cole?
12: hmm
0: Okay. I'm going to prevent you from driving your car off a bridge. And I'm saying, I'm going to say, do not change your fucking niche. Okay.
12: Okay. (laughs) I'm going to tell
0: you why. How many parents are on the planet? Shit ton. A A fuck Do you think there's more parents than there are athletes on the planet? Yes or no? Yes. Like a significant amount more or a small amount more? Significant. Okay. So how many clients do you have right now? 25. 25. We're almost at 30. I'm fucking happy. That's why I'm (laughs) going to get you not to drive your car off the bridge right now. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's billions of parents, parents on the planet and there's only a smaller percentage of athletes and you've Mm -hmm. only signed 25 clients out of the billion, billion parents we have on the fucking planet. What's going to happen if we niche down to an even smaller market of people that are fucking athletes. Right. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not fucking discrediting you. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't follow your passion because you should. When I was an online fitness coach, I loved coaching competitors. In fact, if I could only coach competitors and I can make all my money from competitors, I would rather that, but competitors are usually fucking broke. Let's be honest. A lot of mm-hmm. high performance athletes are fucking broke. And so competitors would do a season with me and then they'd peace out for their off season because they couldn't afford to train with me year round. Yeah. So what I did is I marketed to the fucking flexible dieting, fat loss, et cetera. And then I also trained some uh, competitors on the side because I was really passionate about it. I actually spent probably a lot more time than I should have on my competitors. And I wasn't yeah. making nearly as much money as I should have because it was my passion, but I needed to fucking keep the lights on. So I marketed to the parents. It's, for, so in your case, it's marketing to the parents because you're obviously you like marketing to the parents and also you're in the millionaire mastermind. So when you keep your fucking head on straight and you stay focused on the targets and you get yourself to 30 clients, then 35, then 40, then what happens is you can start hiring people to help you out with those clients. And then mm-hmm. that extra time that you get back, you can be like, all right, now I'm going to fucking train a couple of high performance athletes on the side. And I'm not going to do it for the money. I'm right. going to do it for the passion because it's something I actually like doing. You can also start marketing those high performance athletes just by being yourself on social media. Because if you yeah, you're a powerlifter, right? Yeah. Do you lift heavy shit in the gym? Yeah. Do you post it on your social media?
12: Yeah, I post all my stories. There I don't post go. it on
0: my feed though, but yeah, that's good though. That's good. That's all you need to do. Just document yeah. your fucking shit, and then like, but instead of just posting powerlifting on your stories, post about your progressions. Post about how you're getting stronger. Mm. Post about how you're like training like an athlete, and so like. You can still document your story and have it start to attract high performance athletes. You might get a fucking message from somebody that's like, hey, I want you to train me. I see you getting stronger.
12: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I get I get people reaching out already for like powerlifting and like dudes that just want to build muscle because they either see me in the gym or they see some of that content on my story. So so I still I still have some of those people that come and I do train some guys that like just want to build muscle and get jacked.
0: So train them. And that's a good that's a good thing to train them. And then you've got your parent community on Facebook, correct? Yeah. So okay. you could have your high performance athlete fucking group on trainer eyes, or you could have a small WhatsApp group for them because obviously those are fucking right. niches. And so yeah. you're like in the community and you're like, let's talk about how to like burn body fat while you've got your kid around. Like the high performance athletes can be like, what the fuck is this?
7: Yeah.
12: But yeah. there's
0: a small pod where there's six of them and they're like all shit talking every day about their fucking lifts. Like that's going to feel good for you. It's going to feel good for them. And your parent community is like unaffected.
12: Mm-hmm. Okay. I hear you. So stay stay the course with the parents and stay the have fucking that, course you're have that friend. like subgroup of <laughs> lifters that just get attracted through my story basically yes okay yeah
2: like i'm it. gonna chime in for one second and i'm gonna break down an opinion and i'm going to explain something to you guys all right i agree with brian don't just fucking throw a grenade in your business for no goddamn reason okay at the end of the day like if you were like i fucking hate training parents and i don't want to do it then i'd be like well then fucking change at the end of the day, who gives a fuck if you got 28 clients, if you hate doing it, then change because I don't want you to become a $100,000 a month coach hating your fucking life because then you're just going to throw a grenade in your business then and fuck a lot of people over. So right now, I think you're in a good place. You obviously don't hate training parents, correct?
12: No, I love so training don't, parents.
2: Do not fucking throw a grenade in your business. That's 100% the first <laughs> thing that we got to say. Yeah, I no, appreciate that. I like where your head's at. And this is why. All right. I'm very glad Brian said it. I'm going to reiterate it. You guys can still share the other sides of you while marketing to the people that you market to, all right? Because if you fucking don't, you're gonna reach a point where you look at your social media and you fucking dread creating content. Why do I know that for a fact? Because I've heard Brian say it. I've heard fucking 90% of our friend groups say it. I've heard fucking 72 of you guys on a weekly basis say it when you show up to content audits. And this is why I talk about like the stop doing this shit. If it's working on social media, do it for your niche but that does not mean you can't also show your hike or your powerlifting or the shit that you enjoy. You guys are not one-dimensional creatures. Say it. I'm not a one-dimensional creature right in the fucking chat box, please. You guys need to understand this. Share the shit that you are fucking passionate about while marketing to the niche that you fucking help. This is just how it is. Because if you don't, you don't allow that spark to hit in some sort of way. Eventually You're going to come to me and Brian, and I know it because it's happened a thousand fucking times since we started this business. And you're going to be like, I fucking hate creating this content. I don't want to do it anymore. And then what's going to happen is two things. Number one, you're going to throw a grenade in your business. It's going to be extremely hard for you to get anywhere. Or two, you're going to quit because I've seen it happen fucking dozens of times. So allow yourself creative flow to speak about the shit that is in your fucking heart that you want to speak about. So I'm glad that you have that headspace right now. So do it. You do not need to be one one dimensional here. Okay. Yeah.
12: No, that makes me feel really good. Actually, it gives me a lot of clarity on how to include more of like my passion and what I'm working on, being able to share that and track other. Bro, I
2: guarantee right now, like parents, they don't just want to fucking lose weight. I bet you there's a lot of parents that want to be strong. That want to learn powerlifting, right? Because the dad wants to be a strong dad and the mom wants to be a strong fucking mom.
12: Oh yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting moms already into powerlifting. I got a couple that are like, frick, I want to do one because they've seen my other clients do some lifting. Now you're talking. See like Dustin, have you been watching my Instagram stories
0: recently where I'm like fucking like ruffle my feathers? Oh yeah. I freaking love that series. I love what you're doing there. That has absolutely nothing to do with online coaching most of the time.
12: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: But it's my fucking opinion. And so I share it. And so that I'm sharing that with you because if there's something that's on your heart, or there's something you're passionate about, you should share it on social media because it lights you up and people will see that.
12: Right, right. All right, good. This is awesome. Cool. Thanks, guys. I appreciate the clarity. Thank you. Fucking 30 clients. Keep your fucking go. eyes on the fucking We're on tra- ball. We're on track. Let's go. Okay. All right, I
0: see you. Aiden, what's up? Yo, what's up, fellas? How the fuck are you, bro?
11: Best day of my motherfucking life. What about you?
0: <laughs> That's a good answer, bro. We're doing
7: good. I'm doing good.
11: Good. All right. Okay, so I have a quick question more about my content. I want to upgrade quality and I don't have the means to upgrade to the iPhone 14. But what I do have is a free Nikon 3200 camera my mom gave to me for free. Yep. And I kind of want to also kind of dive into the realm of learning how to edit a bit. Do you suggest starting to use that more to film my content?
0: Yeah. I'm anything? also going to give you a really fucking simple hack. That's going to change your life because I'm Cole's more of like the I edit fancy shit and I'm cool. I'm like very simple. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to give you a very fucking simple way to edit your videos. Go sure. to Walmart and look up. What's that? Is it like an SD card reader, SD to iPhone reader? You know talking about? Yeah, it's about? an SD
2: card reader. Can you grab it out of this fucking thing, Daniel?
0: Okay. So Daniel's going to show you what an SD card reader is. You can literally film on the camera in yep. and then you can plug in the SD card to the card reader and you can upload it directly to your iPhone. And oh, then you shit. can edit it in InShot, so that is a oh. way for you to start doing it without having to do a fucking you know professional setup, etc. That's what I do, bro. Like I'm not, I'm not, I've never opened for more in my life, mm-hmm. and I fucking never will. So like, see what Cole's got in his hand. Yeah, yeah. You can film with your camera, and then you plug that it the SD card into that. You plug that fucking that thing into your phone, and then you upload it onto your phone, and then you go to InShot, and you can edit the video.
11: Oh shit! Okay, perfect. Yeah, because I've I've had this camera for like a whole ass year now, and she's like. For your business, use it. And I uh, have been hesitant to use it because I don't know how to edit, but perfect.
0: Yeah, well, you do all your videos in InShot right now anyways, right? CapCut, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. CapCut, InShot, Potato Potato, it's the same thing. So start filming on that camera. Does it have a mic? I believe so, yes. Okay, perfect. Then you're fucking good. If it doesn't have a mic, you can go on Amazon. You can buy one. And when you first start out, you don't need expensive equipment. You can buy a mic that goes on your camera. That's like $20. It's a shotgun mic. Can you send them the... Small little shotgun Michael, that the road one. The road one. Yeah, there's multiple different ones. Just go yeah, literally go on Amazon. Yeah, we'll we'll give you a quick example. But small little road mic when you first start out, Aiden is all you need. And then as you start making more money because you're a rich 19-year-old, then you can start buying the fucking more expensive things. But everybody write this in the chat box. Do the best you can with what you have. Yeah. Do the best you can with what you have. I remember when I was mentoring Taj Howell at Ascetic Nation, who's now in the academy. Oh, nice. uh, where's the small ones? A little bad. Uh, those ones are like the that's
2: not a shotgun mic bro that's a lav mic the one that you're talking about these no, are all shotgun mics the small one at up top i think would be more than enough the yeah, dude, ones. i would just get one of these like this is a yeah. shotgun mic so it's not going to clip on your shirt or anything like that or pick up sound around you and i'm like it's like 64 bucks for this yeah one, right? there you go
0: that one right there but do the best you can with what you have means that like even if you don't have a fucking professional camera that's fine if you have a professional camera and then you can get like the most affordable mic that's fine if you have a professional camera and you can't afford to get a mic, yet, fucking use that and then make it the best that you possibly can. And then as you get better, you can use better in. But do the your best iPhone that you have
2: shooting with your iPhone in 4K 60 frames per second is better than 90% of the cameras out there because then you guys don't need to learn about white balance or exposure or anything else like that because the iPhone will correct for you. And I'm assuming that a lot of you guys have no idea what the fuck that means because all of your guys' eyes glazed over as soon as I said those words. So that's why, like, Unless you know how to edit, there's no point in fucking buying and using a camera. Use your fucking iPhone, change the settings to 4K, 60 frames. It will film the exact same type of quality as a camera, and you don't have to worry about doing any fucking color balancing or anything afterwards. Boom, boom. Bet. Perfect. Thanks,
1: guys. Let's go. Devon. What's up, guys? Value today. So I appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. I was able to take from all the questions. My question is, is about retention. I know you kind of spoke on the topic a little bit earlier about like when you feel like you're, you're digressing in one area, you want to really double down on that. I'm having a few different drop-offs in my team. Like I'm getting new clients and I'm happy about that, but I want to make sure that the people that are in my community, I'm serving them to the best. It seems like after they're completing, you know, their 16 week program, some of them are kind of dropping off right now. So I kind of want to just like, do you guys have any, like, two to three tips on just like continuing to build that the community on like making sure that these people stay.
0: Yes, I'm going to drop this into the chat box. This is so retention. If Your retention is struggling. You guys need to look at these things. First thing you want to look at is the client Facebook group engagement. And what I mean by that is how engaged is your Facebook community? If you've got 20 people in your program and only one person's engaging in your community, that's a fucking problem. That's why your retention sucks. So if you look at your Facebook group engagement and your Facebook group engagement isn't good, then that's where you need to focus. How do you level up your Facebook group engagement? You incentivize them. You do weekly challenges. You're more active in there. You reply to every question that that goes in there promptly. You encourage your clients to post their wins in there. You drag your clients to the fucking group if necessary. You send out reminders for the call times, and you make sure that you get more people in the group. That's the first thing. Second thing you want to look at is client check-in adherence. If you have 20 clients out of those 20 clients, if only seven of them are checking in, I can guarantee you, you're going to have a retention issue and you're not going to have people that will want to resign. So if you only have seven out of 20 clients checking in, well, how do you get more clients to check in? Well, there's a few different ways. Number one, you can create a check-in process. That's more of a law and less of a suggestion. Meaning I send out the check-in at 6 PM. It's due by noon the next day. If you don't get it back by noon, it's late. And if it's late, I send you a video and I expect you to get it back to me on the same day. So we create a more dial than check-in process. How do we follow up with clients that don't check in for two weeks in a row? We need to have a process for this. So we go into the check-in process. Let's say you've got 19 out of 20 clients, but you know all 19 clients are shitting the bed on their fucking uh, adherence for the nutrition. Okay, so if the adherence is on their nutrition, how do you coach them? Are you like, it's okay, Tara, that you are four out of 10 on your nutrition plan? You did great this week. Or were you willing to be like, Listen, like you told me you want to lose 20 pounds. What the fuck's going on here? Like four Mm. to 10 is not good enough. What are we doing? Like, where did you fall off track? And how can we make a game plan to make sure that you stay on track? Because if you have a four to 10 nutrition plan, like our adherence, you're just not going to get the results you want. Like, are you willing to be that coach that holds them to the fire? Or are you like the yes man coach because you're afraid of losing the client? So how do you get clients to adhere to the nutrition plan? Your trainerized workout. Are they actually checking in for their workouts? If they're not checking in for their workouts, what are you doing? Is there a follow-up process? Are you going into the training plan and being like, okay, so, you know, I can check in. I can see that Stuart didn't hit his workout on Tuesday. So Wednesday morning, if I message Stuart, I'm like, yo, Stu, notice you didn't check in for your workout yesterday. What's up? Like, he's going to feel that accountability and he's going to know that I'm actually paying attention. So is there a process to keep my clients engaged if they're not checking in for their workouts? And then finally, the last thing you should take a look at is how many people are showing up to calls. Like if you've got 20 clients, Devin, and one person shows up to your fucking live streams, that's a problem. I can guarantee you you're going to have a retention issue. So how do you get more people to show up to your coaching calls? Well, you can incentivize them. You can get better at reminding them. Maybe you schedule them at a time when more people can show up. But this is the this is the stuff that I would look at. Client Facebook group engagement, client check-in adherence, adherence to the nutrition plan. If they're not adhering to the nutrition plan, what are you doing? Trainerized workout adherence. Are you checking in? Is there a process to make sure they're actually following the fucking program? And if you host coaching calls, how many of your clients actually show up to them?
1: Perfect. Yeah, I definitely agree. There, there just needs to be like check marks, check boxes for me to make sure that these are all kind of flowing. There's definitely some loose ends on that that I could pick up on. So, bet.
0: Sounds good, bro. Thanks for coming up. I appreciate you waiting. We got you. What's up, Sammy?
8: Hi, how are you?
0: Best day of our lives. How are you doing?
8: I love that. I'm okay.
0: That's better than shitty.
8: I know. But I just came on because I just wanted to like, come back to the community. I uh, have a concussion. So I've been like struggling with all all, like last week and this week. Today is like my first day back allowed to look at screens. So yeah, it's just kind of been. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of come say hi. (laughs) What happened? I got into a car accident and totaled my car.
0: Mm, I'm glad you're okay.
8: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I was driving to see my best friend and I don't know. It just my tire light came on. And then next thing I know, like I was losing control, went into a pole and like, I'm just so lucky that nothing happened. But it just feels like a lot, especially with me moving at the end of this month. And I had to I haven't talked to my girls in like a week, I told them what happened. And I've been trying to check in. But you know, I'm just not sure how to go back. And it gives me anxiety, feeling like I'm not showing up for them, you know,
0: can I give you the fucking answer yeah. that you might not want to hear, but you need to hear.
8: Yeah.
0: You're not showing up for them. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, i I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shaming you for that, but you're not. And so I'm going to tell you what I learned from Jordan Peterson. And this is something that like was, I literally took this away and I'm like, I want to fucking teach my kids this. I went to Jordan Peterson and Kirsten and I were in the audience and he was talking about how, when his daughter, like his daughter had, a, I don't exactly remember what it was, but it was like, She was really fucking sick. And she was really fucking sick for like five years. And every time like him and his daughter would have conversations about her sickness, like they were going to the hospital on a weekly basis. They were constantly going to the doctors. They were constantly getting tests. No matter like it was constant throughout her childhood. But Jordan Peterson always said this. I understand that you're sick, but do not use your sickness as a crutch. I understand that you're sick, but do not use your sickness as a crutch. You cannot use your sickness as a crutch. Okay. So what I'm saying to you is you definitely got into a car accident and it definitely sucks ass and I'm definitely not taking that away from it. And I bet you it was fucking scary. And no, I know it was scary because I'm, I think I told you guys that I spun the McLaren out on the fucking highway. Did I tell you guys that I rented a car in California and I was driving on the highway with my brother-in-law in the car. We were going 60 on the fucking highway. And then all of a sudden my back tires hydroplane and I spun out in the middle of traffic. I bounced the McLaren three times on its side and then landed on the side of a four lane highway while fucking cars were like whizzing by. So I know how fucking scary that shit is. And I literally to this day, Cole and I are going on a road trip this weekend. And I told him, I was like, I'm if you go fast, I'll see you in Calgary because I'm not fucking going fast because I still to this day have like PTSD from it. But you're moving at the end of the month, right?
9: Yeah.
0: You want money for that fucking move?
8: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> 100%. You like your fucking girls that you're coaching?
8: I do. I love them, you know, right. so I'm excited to get back.
0: So you need to go. This is what you need to do because you got the energy to come to pod chats to talk to your boys. You got the energy to talk to your fucking girls. And I think you need to open up your heart and I think you need to be vulnerable with them and be like, I'm so sorry, you guys. I feel like I let you guys down the last week. I haven't really known how to handle my emotions. I wasn't expecting to crash my vehicle while also moving. And I feel like I'm just like failing, but I just wanted to show up and say hi Mm -hmm. and just be honest with you guys because I miss this community and I love leading you guys and I love that you guys chose me as your coach. So I just wanted to show up and say fucking hi.
8: Oh, that made me emotional. (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much.
0: Cole, you want to say anything? I understand what you're going
2: through. I'm like, just don't let it fucking fuck up your entire week, month, year, et cetera. Like nurture yourself. You had a concussion. You have to wear fucking sunglasses to look at your screen. So you need to show yourself compassion and hit it. I think speaking to your clients and sharing what you've gone through is very powerful. Like, I don't think a lot of you guys know this. I've totaled two cars to the degree that when the police showed up, they're like, you weren't in that vehicle. And I walked out without a scratch. I flipped a Chevy Blazer on its roof and rolled four times into the bush to the degree where the entire car was smashed. And I just crawled out with one scratch of my body and sat on the side of the street and waited for the cops to show up. And then another truck, the tire blew. I flew off the side of a 12 foot ditch and rammed into a boulder and completely bent the frame on a truck I bought 30 days prior exactly and walked out without a scratch. I'm like, this, it fucking happens. It's scary as shit. I'm like, Then I assessed what was going on, allowed myself a couple days to recover and right back to it. Do what you can. All right. Don't allow the story in your head to dictate your actions on a continual basis. Allow yourself time because it's necessary, but open up. It's even after the MDK project, I was in the fucking hospital, literally in the ICU being told that they were scared. I was going to have a stroke. And I went on my story, basically breaking down not knowing how to open up about my emotions, but it was like, my my Instagram is my people. Yep. If I don't talk to them, I feel like gross on a daily basis. Like I fucking see my Instagram. Like there's people on there that I consider better friends than some of the people that have called themselves my friend
9: in the last six months.
0: Feel me? Yep. I want to jump in. So first of all, shout out to Eric Oreo for being fucking working <laughs> being
12: on the call. I see you, bro. Oh, full ass <laughs> suit. Yeah, he's
0: fucking working. He's on the call. It's fucking hilarious, dude. Second thing, I want to read a comment and then I want to give you permission to, to step into your power, girl, because I think mm. you're sitting on something special. I'm reading a comment from one of my Instagram followers. His name Daniel. He said, I've unfollowed 99% of coaches other than you, Tacky, and Cole. Why? Your vulnerability always wins. This is great advice. Share everything. All of it. It's powerful. Mm. Whoever you are, I fucking love your face.
8: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go be yourself.
8: Cool. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. All
0: right. We want to fucking hear from you next weekend or next week. And the conversation we want to hear is like, I opened the fuck up and then this happened.
8: Well, I have my live scheduled for tomorrow and the doctor said I could go back tomorrow. So like, I think that's a good opportunity for me to do that. So
0: fuck what the doctor said. You have the podcast. You're You're fucking, you have a fucking enough energy to do whatever the fuck you want. So yeah, fuck that that's what i'm saying you're like well you the doctor said, said I the could. Doctor said you Whoa, had you come here. to pod chats too did he give you permission to do that because <laughs> i thought like, uh-uh fuck that not dog here. here fuck the doctor right? <laughs> all, right. all right life advice from brian and cole we love <laughs> you we'll see you
7: soon <laughs> oh, buddy stewart what's up doc
9: hey what's going on uh this is my first time on pod chat i'm just curious about messaging so i do like home workouts Yep. And all my content that hits the best is I shit on bodybuilders because I'm like not the bodybuilder type. I don't work with bodybuilders. And then I shit on pushups. But my ideal client is like a sales guy who usually works from home. I consistently undercharge guys and then find out after the fact that they're like a bunch of entrepreneurs or business owners. And I just don't know how to consistently like speak to them in my content through being like, do less push ups, don't do 100 push ups a day, or don't work out like a bodybuilder.
0: I want to pause because you asked a question, but I think you need a different answer. So you're saying that you work with a lot of clients that are entrepreneurs. So your current client base is your ideal client, yes?
9: Well, yes and no. So like I've always been like trying to put on size. And then I work with a ton of guys who are trying to do fat loss. So one of my first clients, lost 50 pounds in five months. And then that's become my avatar. Mm. But essentially, since I've been online, I was working with like a lot of, say, construction guys for a while. And then since I've been online, I work with a ton of sales guys who are like uh, either like head sales managers or like I work with a couple, one guy's a national sales rep, uh, another guy's like a regional big sales rep, blah, 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 blah. And then a couple other guys, one guy owns a restaurant, another guy's a big real estate guy.
0: Yep. So. do you have clients right now that you would define as your ideal client that you would like to work with like, and that, that you're close with?
9: Uh, Well, yeah, like I'm pretty close with all the guys that I've worked with. Like I okay. wouldn't say they're not an ideal client. It's just, well, and I would say it's an ideal so client. No. Just, yeah. Yeah.
0: So here's the reason I'm asking. So I think you're asking us about messaging and how to attract the right client, but then you're also saying that you have the right client, but you've been undercharging them, right?
9: Well, so, sorry. Yeah. I meant more, how do I like double down on that message while like speaking to that client because i do like a ton of outreach and stuff yeah. and like some you get different people but like it seems like i kind of think i am talking to an ideal client but how do i do a better job of mm. being like this yeah. is who i talk to whereas i feel like a lot of the time i look like i'm just a guy working on the basement yeah and i'm talking to a lot of say 18 year old 20 year olds yeah. or a lot of people who are like i don't have any money to invest in anything which everyone is but yeah. i just i have two ends of the spectrum, either young folk or like, so how much
0: content? I've seen your page and your page is very memorable. So I know exactly what your content looks like. So first things first, I'm going to say is you don't need to completely change everything you're doing because Cole's going to give the meat and potatoes analogy. I'm not fucking even going to try, but I'm going to let you explain afterwards. You don't need to change everything you're doing. You need to add new stuff in. Now, how do you add new stuff into what you're currently doing? Here's what I would do. Is I would take your two best clients that you'd like to double down on and have more of, and I would get on a call with them. And I'd be like, hey, I am trying to make content that tracks more clients like you, because frankly, if I had 100 clients like you, my fucking life would be awesome. So literally, like, I want to just figure out, like, where you at, you know, when you first started? What were some of the biggest struggles you had? What were some of the things that you tried that didn't work? Why did you want to commit to fitness in the first place? What were some of your biggest goals? What are some of the outcomes that you were hoping to achieve as a result of hiring a fitness coach? Like, get to know that person specifically. And then you can use chat GPT to literally plug all that stuff in. And you can be like, give me a lot more information about this type of person. And now you've got clear understanding of avatar that is ideal okay and then you can start making content for those people
9: and i have a little bit of that like my avatar is pretty locked in that was i used chat GPT to come up with like driven dan the sales professional type thing yeah but it's more like i don't know how to i haven't done a good job like my best reels are i'm like stop doing 100 push-ups a day do five to nine reps for strength push-ups whatever but, but- i don't know how but yeah. I
0: just want to, I want to add to this, your best reels don't necessarily mean the reels that get you the most clients.
9: Very true. Yeah. Because yeah.
0: the reels yeah. that get me the most views aren't the ones that get me the most clients. Like the reels that get me the most clients are usually the reels that I'll have like three or 4,000 views, but they're fucking super highly actionable. And I'm like, I'm seeing that people are saving them. And then when I message people, they're like, bro, I fuck with your content.
9: Okay, cool. So it's yeah, like that makes-
0: real, like views don't equal like that. It's not like views equal. This is the perfect reel. Like, obviously, views are good for exposure, and that's why I'm saying don't change the shit that's getting you exposure. But also get exposure, and then when somebody comes to your page, if you have that one reel that's like a fucking banger, specifically aimed at like avatar that you have, and they watch it, and even if it only has three thousand views, if that one person watches it and is like, "This is the guy that I want to hire," like it was worth it, right?
9: Yeah, that makes total sense, actually. Yeah,
0: Cole, you want to add to this?
2: yeah I'm not going to go into any of the other shit you hit it, and I frankly don't want to beat a dead horse. The last thing I'm going to say is how much do you charge a month?
9: So right now, I just actually boosted my prices because last week I was listening to Brian talk about so I get a ton of paid falls. and how much do like you any, charge
2: a week? Direct answer
9: so it's six ninety seven. I just bumped it up to seven ninety seven u s for a twelve week or nine hundred for a sixteen week.
2: Cool. So that's what you charge. The reason why I bring this up, and the reason I wanted to said that is because when you said like, well, I think I'm undercharging, consistently undercharging in the aspect of like I'll charge a client a certain price and then I'll find out that they're a super higher level entrepreneur. That's shady as fuck. Don't change your prices around and just charge different sure. things because it, people have different jobs.
9: Yeah. And I and sorry, I didn't mean that. I've just okay, struggled. Cool. I've struggled to like I was charged in 197 a year mm. and a half and, and then like built it up to that and then kind of came back down and then built it back up. But like my ideal client is someone who can afford the 900 flat and I, like I got it. guys who can do that. So I was wondering how, if I can raise my prices up while targeting into that ideal client more, then it's more consistent. Whereas I get a ton of people who are like, I just can't do this. And I'm like, damn, I wasted my time. And then I have the other end of the spectrum. So I was yeah, just wondering. I
2: think it's, it's going to be subjective to a certain degree in the aspect of like, don't raise your prices when you have no idea how to pitch and sell that avatar. Because then you're like, well, this avatar looks like they might have money. So let me raise my prices and then see if it works. Keep what you're doing right now. Go sell 10 people that are that avatar. Once it's a proven concept based off of the conversion rate that is higher that you picked, then you can raise your prices in the future. Makes me, Does that make sense?
9: Well, I, got, I have 20 clients right now, but some of them are on the lower end ticket. But I've sold the last 15 guys at uh, 700 for 12 weeks. And then I just bumped it up. But I'm just trying to get more consistent is all. Yeah.
0: You're on the right path. I've seen your yeah. Instagram. i seen your shit. I saw you comment on the stories. I'm glad you came on here. You're on the right path. I would say don't be addicted to the views and understand like do the deep research yeah. that, that you've done for your avatar and don't be attached to the views. What you should be looking for is saves, likes, comments, shares.
9: Okay, cool. Well, yeah, no, I appreciate both your guys' answers. I, I think I, I got the answer I was looking for. Just cool. I, I was kind of not communicating it well. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. I, much. I, Love the thank, course.
0: Thank you for coming up, bro. You're the We're man. Two I see you. Stuart, what up? Uh-oh, your Wi-Fi is not very good, bro. Hello. Can you hear me? Type your question in the chat box. We're going to fucking answer it. We're going to give you an in-depth answer. I'm going to move right. on to Tara, and then we're going to save your question. He's Tara, a, what's like, up? Wi-Fi. What's up, guys? How are you?
13: Good. Best day ever. How are you?
0: Fucking, you know what? You already know. How can we serve yeah. you?
13: So I have an avatar content question for you. So a lot of the other coaches have helped me realize that my content, which was like holistic low related before wasn't solving the problems of my ideal client. So Mm -hmm. I've switched that to much more fitness based now and flexible Mm -hmm. dieting, but I feel like it's contradicting that holistic low tox aspect that Mm -hmm. I still want to serve or bring as part of my offer. And a lot of my followers follow me for that content. So I'm afraid that I kind of look like a fraud or it's contradicting in some way. So I was hoping to get some clarity from you on how to bridge the two together.
0: I have a question for you. I'm going to answer your question with a question, which is super annoying. It's hilarious. Okay. But it's how do you show up for your own fucking nutrition?
13: Eating pretty clean and taking care of myself properly. Like, and,
0: probably- sec, Do you ever have chocolate? Do you ever enjoy yourself at all? Even yeah. Like- Why?
13: Because it's good for your mental health.
0: Yeah. And what benefits does that have on your body by making sure that you actually fucking enjoy yourself?
13: Stay more dialed into my nutrition.
0: Ah, so you're telling me you're holistic and you're flexible.
13: I am. Right.
0: It doesn't <laughs> yeah. have to be one or the other.
5: Yeah. Okay.
0: Don't put anything shitty in your body. Eat only chocolate. Yeah. No, it's like you need to show up as you. That's the okay. answer. The so hone
13: just- in on that like eighty twenty rule more. Yes,
0: and, okay. and one sec, because then Cole's gonna fucking back me. You want to actually just fuck say it? You say it. yeah,
2: yo, fuck the goddamn eighty twenty rule. Everybody, write this down right now, please. Write it down if you're on the if you're listening to the recording of the podcast. Write this down. Share what the fuck you do. That's <laughs> it. What do I do for my avatar? That's all you do is show them what you do. That's it. This is how I eat boring right but it got this body so if you want this body yes <laughs> that's it that's fucking all of it so it's not like well let's fancy it with an 80 20 rule and let's talk break it down holistically and let's talk about macro dieting etc just
0: give them what you do that's it and i'm gonna back that and i'm gonna echo it and also say that you can do the 80 20 rule but i want to echo what he's saying what he's actually saying is be your fucking self yeah yeah that's so why I like, said, fuck
2: the 80-20
0: rule, because what you're going to
2: do is you're going to utilize language like the 80-20 rule, and then people are going to start asking you about it. And then you're going to go into the breakdown of holistic versus macro counting and like why it matters, etc. When we could just remove that entire conversation and be like, this
0: is how I think true eating should be done like this. This is why This yeah. is how I do it. This is the mental health benefits that I get as a result. And yes. this is what I look like as a result of doing this. Yeah. You don't have to follow this route, but if you want these guns, then fucking this. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. are this ass, this chest, these fucking arms, then you better eat like this. That's literally how it is. <laughs> does that make sense?
13: It does. It helps a lot. I actually realized, I think it was something that Shell said one day. She was like, you are your own avatar. Like a lot of times your avatar chooses you. And so I thought back to what was that initially? Like before I started posting all this holistic content. And people would come to me, women would come to me and be like, you look amazing. I want to look like you teach me to look like you. You know, I could never look like that. And I'm like, that's my avatar.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got it. Okay, cool. It's not one or the other. It's both.
13: Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. Thanks. Thank for you. coming. I saw her on Instagram and she popped on there. You were committed. I wasn't going oh, to let, yeah. let you do it. <laughs> I didn't see your question in the chat box, bro. Oh, there we go. Damn, my question about to get a content critique on KG fit. I'm also doing my 14 day challenge. I have some people that are mixed weight loss and gain applying. I don't know if I should only work with my avatar, which is weight loss. So for your 14 day challenge, if you've got both people that are applying weight loss and weight gain, again, if you're under 10 clients, fucking take everyone and serve them and help them obviously design the program for the program. So like if it's a 14 day fat loss challenge, then have the 14 day fat loss challenge workouts. And then maybe you put them in a surplus. That's really the only difference is like surplus versus deficit in terms of your content critique. You want to give him a quick content article? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Cole's going to do a quick little screen share. I'm just trying to find his fucking page. KG underscore fit. It's not coming up. Let's see if I can find it. Oh,
2: there we go. Got it? Yeah, I think so. Let me see right quick here. Is this it, brother? Just give me a thumbs up. Yeah, that's it. Okay. (laughs) There we go. So when it comes out of this right away, helping emojis get fit, take this the fuck out and break it down. Kings and queens. Yeah. Kings it, and I, I know what it means, but like, this is literally how dumb people are sometimes. So you got to like spell it. You're, you're not dumb. The audience doesn't know yes. this talking about. Not that's you. Funny. Brian's want us to make sure that we define <laughs> that. Even so I don't make anybody cry. It's like you, need to think about everybody that's online and <laughs> people are going to fucking hate me for this. Everybody that's online is stupid <laughs> and you need to explain <laughs> it in the most chill way possible. Again, guys, Every piece of information in the entire world on how to build a business and lose weight is on Google right now. Why <laughs> have people not gone there? Because they're too fucking lazy and shit needs to be literally spoon fed to them. So you need to break it down. So I help men and women or kings and queens learn how to burn fats and gain lean muscle. I online coaching app in link bio. So I'm gonna let you do that. All right, you gotta change the way this is worded. Okay, yeah, I'm assuming you know what the fuck's going on there. And I am nonstop. So, take this out. All right. Take this out. I want you to break down something along the lines of your eye helpline. DM fat loss for info. That's what you, that's yes. your mind. And the third line says apply here. Yes, yes, exactly. Story itself. Let me look here. We got a question box. Okay, cool. We got you on your story, a little bit of a reel. You're doing cardio. Dope. Put an emoji over your head with the dead thing. I'd rather see your face. It's important. A little bit of water, a little bit of cardio. There we go. Announcement breakdown. Oh, you're doing good. I'm gonna and fuck, holy you. you're doing shit, good, fuck you are you're jacked as fuck, yeah. you
0: just keep yeah. doing what the fuck you're doing, take the dumb ass emojis out of your bio and serve the fuck with your 14 day challenges, you are gonna be successful. You're doing a great job. Yes. Yeah, exactly, right you're man. fucking jacked as hell. You got testimony. Yeah, just keep pay. showing.
2: Don't put a bunch of covers over your fucking physique by the way though, when people come here, like we should show them you're them fucking the jacked. Yeah. Look at me,
0: you wanna look like this? Do this fucking workout.
2: Yeah, you're a jacked monster, don't hide, hide it with this shit. Yeah, I want to see more of your physique on your newsfeed. I agree. Yo, Um, go look at Taj's. Taj Howell, our boy. That's a great example for you, all right? Because you're jacked just like he is, physique.
0: That's your proof. I think it's uh, Taj underscore IFPB Pro. Is that what it is? I have no idea. All right, I'll fucking see if I can find it. Stuart, yeah, serve all the 14-day challengers. Everybody that comes in, fucking serve them. If you're under 10 clients, you don't get to be picky right now. And show more of your physique. You're jacked as fuck. Show it off. Yeah, Jaden literally said, Holy fuck, when we pulled up your physique. So there we go. You start showing your physique, you're going to start signing Academy Coaches, dog. So keep it up. <laughs> all
9: right.
0: There you go. Go check out that Instagram. I see you. Bet Dana. Oh, asked to unmute. Oh, I just fucked it up. There you go. Yeah.
14: It's okay. Uh, That's, that was not my name. That's why I got confused.
0: Oh, oh fuck. I'm oh, sorry. It's okay. Wow, <laughs> bro. Sorry, what? That's the font is small on the screen.
14: Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I Just had a quick question about the link on the IG bio. Yep. Yeah. So I have my application form, but I'm not like, is that a good thing to have or not?
0: That's no? the only thing you should have. If you have okay. a entire, if you have a website, the only thing you should have linked in your bio is an application form. And this is coming from a dude that has a lot more clients than you guys and is doing a lot better than you guys. No matter what any other fucking Instagram coach says, I will argue till I'm blue in the face. The only link. You should have in your fucking bio as an application. That's it. That's the only one.
14: And so I have the Typer form and I don't know how it sends me notification. Like, does it send you notification when people fill it out?
2: Yeah. Go to the settings of type form, the actual form itself. And you guys can turn all that on. You could turn on email notification, text notification. Like it has to be in the settings of type form though. You got to turn all that
0: shit on. Yeah. You need, that's the only thing I'm going to explain why, because if people come to your page and they're like, I really fuck with Dario's content, not Dana. Very sorry about that. I really fuck with their content and I want to work with her. And then they click on your bio and it's a link tree and they go to the link tree and there's like fat loss ebook, free community, fucking code alpha 30 for supplements. And then they're literally going to be like, and then they're just going to leave. So you want them to be like, I want to work with this girl. Click apply. Done. Easy. It will massively increase your conversions. It makes a huge difference. Only have the application in there. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
14: And lastly, I have like I just noticed that I had four people from a couple months ago, and I have to reach back, reach out to them, and I'm not sure if I should like book them for the call or get into the script right away.
0: Here's what you say. You're like, Hey, uh, Daria! Exclamation mark! My program has been completely full for the last couple months. Comma. Spot just opened up. How's your fitness journey going since you applied? Are you still looking to lose 20 pounds? Question mark.
5: All right. My Thank you very school,
0: much. And I was very, very, very busy doing lots of very important things. Got it?
14: Gotcha. Thank you very much.
0: You're very welcome. And last okay. and not least, we got through everyone. I wasn't sure if we were going to, but we did it. Za, what's up?
5: Hey, y'all. How are you?
0: Best day of our lives. How can we serve you?
5: So I started this month kind of rocky. Uh, I just want to first say in January, I was making $0 since yep. rejoining. <laughs> In February, same in March, when I first signed back up, I was making 500 a month and my highest month in April was 4,000. And I, when I was in the academy before that, I wasn't even touching that. because I wasn't listening in May. I made 3,000, but I had like a slow into my month. I had calls, but Mike was my coach and he passed away in the middle of like everything Mm. that was going on. And I'm not going to be emotional because I have feel like I had enough and my heart is racing. But June, I was like, I'm not going to just do better than April because I wanted to close May with 4000 But June, I was like, I'm going to hit 5000 finally hit it. Mm-hmm. And it's been slow, slow because I'm like, I'm like shaken and overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm like having a hard time with just like how to be present because it really gave me like the mindset of being too focused on the future. And mm-hmm. I know that's important, but. Mm-hmm. I was going hard, and I was so like mm-hmm. I was like five years ahead, and I'm like I'm trying to get more vocally present because I was talking to him like probably hours before he passed, and like life being that fast shook me. So I got on a call, my computer died in the middle of it, and I'm just trying to make sure. And then you guys gave me like a lot of good notes. I'm prepared to go like back into momentum tomorrow because I really want this to be the best month so far. But um. Yeah, just trying to just take the notes and get everything going. But I just really wanted to say thank you. I don't have a question because I didn't tell you guys that was my highest month. Mm-hmm. And I really was hoping to hit 5K in June and it's still time. So, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for the support and pushing me because y'all know where I came from and where I'm at. I never talked on PodChat. So I was like, since you guys are lingering it on, I might as well raise my hand. So I'm mm-hmm. not crying. y'all just seeing stuff. <laughs>
10: <laughs> cool. Go ahead,
2: bro. I like it a lot. Yo, first off, I'm super proud of you. Okay. From seeing like where you were before to where you are now, it makes me very fucking happy. And I see you slaying it every single day. makes me very happy. Now I'm going to say one thing. All right. And I know that you're going to hit 5k this month or at least fucking do your absolute best. And that's all I ever give a fuck about. I want to say this to every individual that's in the Academy. All right. And to every individual that's ever crossed mine and Brian's path, we don't give a fuck what you guys make. We just want to help you fulfill your dreams. That's number one. All right. I want to make sure that I say that because I feel like there's a lot of people that tell us what their income goals are. And then they get mad stressed out when they like don't see themselves getting close to that because they think we're going to be disappointed in them when it's just not the case. So I want to make sure that I get that out of the way. I also want you to take like a full motherfucking day and feel all of your emotions because if you suppress them, you won't get anywhere this month and you won't get anywhere next month because every time you go to push the shaking and the overwhelm and the stress and the fucking feelings will start to fucking panic your body. And you'll start to feel resistance to everything that you're doing. You need to allow yourself to feel you Mm -hmm. need to like, Mm -hmm. it is a necessity in order to grow. If you guys bury feelings, you're going to fucking snap show one day and it's going to not get you anywhere. And it's going to hurt your business, hurt your soul, hurt your mentality, and then make you pivot in a big direction. So you said that you felt it a little bit. But obviously right now you're still fucking going and I get it because I'm like, it hit us. like a fucking freight train. Um, I can't imagine how it hit you with what you just broke down. So feel Mm -hmm. like allow it to flow through you like fucking sink the fuck in and then be like, okay, hashtag do it for Michael. Let's get
0: this shit done.
5: Mm
0: -hmm. I agree with all that statement. I feel like I was, when I first found out, I almost like buried it. I was like, nah, nah, I did. I was like, there's no way. I almost like almost wouldn't admit it to myself. And then that night, I like, I made myself feel it. I was like, I need to let whatever's inside of me come out. And it fucking, it was like 30 minutes. And I was just like, holy fuck. And it like hit hard. And I just allowed myself to feel those emotions. And then, and then the next day I got up and I was like, I just like felt like, I feel Mike with me all the time. Like, I feel Mike with me on this fucking podcast. Like this podcast was for Mike and like the way that Mike showed up for the podcast and the way that Mike showed up for himself and his clients and his community. It's like, I feel that. Like, I will not let his memory fucking die because I will embody his character traits, mm-hmm. and so it's like, let's do that. you know, let's let' mourn that he's not with us, and then let's embody his character traits, and let's fucking hit our goals this month.
5: I actually so. hired him because I used to see him on pod chats on the treadmill all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to be the type of person that shows up to podcasts on a treadmill and also hit my fitness goals, so that's the reason why I hired him because of Pod chat, so I appreciate this entire community for even giving me the moments that i had like it's been dope mm.
0: it. and you're only getting started and you get to come, get you get to come to the event so what i want you to do is i want you to display the mike character traits and every fucking week for the next year you need to I show, show pod chats and raise your fucking hand because that's what mike would have done mm-hmm. fucking show me i'm on it all right
5: yep.
0: Bat girl we'll see you soon Mason, too late, bro. We've been going for two hours. <laughs> Sorry, dog. Just tries to sneak in right at the yeah, end. That's the end of it, bro. I fucking see you, guys. We fucking love you. This was this podcast was dedicated to Mike Cole. Where do they find you, bro? Welcome with the wolf Podcast. Cole, lose to sell. More. Peace, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully, you got some value. If you did, and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to ten thousand dollars a month, DM me ten k on Instagram at the Mark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow on my coaching business.